Thank you for joining us for an episode of the Ready Dice Roll Podcast. Let's get into the action. <clears throat> so, recap. Uh, when last we left off, uh, the party had come with a caravan to the town of Greenest. Uh, upon cresting the hill and seeing the town uh, being encircled by a adult blue dragon and besieged by a group of uh, humanoid figures, uh, the group rushed into the aid of the townsfolk. Um, they met Governor Nighthill and uh, his Castellan Escobar the Red. Uh, after rescuing a human woman and her family and several other villagers and making their way to the keep. Uh, The governor gave them several tasks in defense of the town, Andrew Stavit. And um, uh, over the course of the evening, the party retrieved a prisoner from whom they learned that the attackers were the cult of the dragon. Uh, And that they had a camp about two miles to the southeast. Um, no, I'm sorry, 12 miles. Uh, and let me think. Yeah, you also uh, thwarted an ambush at the mill, but in the process, the dragonborn sorcerer, Spectre, was uh, brought to his end. Uh, after returning to the keep, the party was then joined by an eccentric human bard by the name of Pez. Uh, And then you fought the dragon off from the keep. Uh, You did enough damage to it that it didn't feel like it was worth it to hang around, and it took off uh, with a, a really handy and lucky spell from Pez that dropped it to the ground. Um... And then the half-dragon champion Langdedrosa Cyanrath stepped out from the ranks of the cult, demanding a champion to fight him on behalf of the village uh, to save the lives of three uh, villagers that he had taken hostage. Um, The party's compatriot, uh, the star druid Kestra, rose to the challenge, and though she was defeated, she was not killed. Uh, She has been taken into the keep to be attended to, Um, and the rest of you were given quarters inside the keep to stay for the evening uh, while the medics attended to Kestra's needs. Uh, On the next morning, Finn and Pez, uh, the two of you are brought from your quarters. What do you need? Uh, from the night before, could I have done uh, Song of Rest as well as um, my Inspiring Leader feat? Uh, I think Song of Rest should only apply to short rests because it happens when you spend hit dice to regain. Oh, that's hit true. Points. That is true. So, so that one won't do you any good. Uh, inspiring Leader. Um, oh, it's per short rest, so I'll do it in the morning. Never mind. Sorry. My apologies. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll, you can you can do inspiring leader as part of a long rest, like that's that's fine, but only for you and Finn. 
Okay. Uh, you, you've not met Joel's and Cole's characters yet. Heard. Um, all right, and Joel, you got the text that I sent you right before the call, right? Yeah, I got it. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, uh, after you wake up and, uh, eat breakfast, refresh yourself, uh, the governor sends for you, um, Finn and Pez. Uh, you are brought to, uh, the courtyard where he is directing affairs, um, as villagers are given food and counts are being taken to see who is present or lost, who is injured how much has been stolen, uh, and, you know, the bureaucracy of, of, of a raid. Uh, when you are brought next to him, the governor turns, says, ah, the heroes of Greece, uh, it's good to see you well. Uh, did you find your chambers adequate for the night? Oh, yes, absolutely, sir. Yes. Uh, good, good, good. Um, to listen, much of our guard is diminished, and I feel like it's important to keep them here to keep the village safe in case of uh, an opportunistic raid following this one. But I wondered if, for some gold, you would be willing to do our village yet one more turn of favor. But uh, what is it that you need, Governor? I mean, anything uh, to help the people? Well, well um, I... I am uh, preparing to send a report to the um, the local magistrate uh, to requisition troops to reinforce Greenest following the raid, and I need more information about the attack to send to Baldur's Gate. Um, uh, there are a number of things that I think it would be best to try and find out as quickly as possible following the, um, the raid. Uh, so... First, uh, a, a group of this number uh, is too large to be operating from a distance. They must have a camp somewhere nearby. Uh, I know that our prisoner last night told us it's a rough location, but I would like you to follow their tracks out of town and find the exact location of the camp. Um, do you need to just simple recon? I'm sorry? Do you need just simple recon, or if we see an opportunity... Go ahead and make a stab, as they say. Uh, I I would be very interested to know how the two of you plan to kill a hundred or so cultists all by yourselves. But if you can manage it, by all means, I'll figure yeah. out a reward. Um, how much gold? Um, well, uh, we are, I can offer you um, two hundred and fifty gold apiece for mm. your aid. Um, we lost much in the raid last night, but fortunately, uh, the, the city's treasury kept inside the keep was, um, was not, not reached by the raiders. Uh, they took much wealth from the townsfolk. Um, I need you to find out where they are and how many they are. Uh, I need you to find out if they have any leaders. Perhaps they're shored up by a known mercenary or bandit group. Uh, local authorities may know something about. Um, we need to find out their motivation. They took much wealth, uh, and I fear they may have taken some prisoners. Um, it is too soon for us to tell exactly who might have been taken, but if you see prisoners in the camp and you are able to rescue them, I, I can arrange an additional reward for each 
uh, prisoner that you can bring safely back. Um, and uh, apparently this is part of a string of attacks, so if you are also able to find any information about where they plan to strike next so that we can send word ahead and report them, that would also be very helpful. Sounds most agreeable to me, huh? Yeah. Anything to help out? I agree. Excellent. Well, um, uh, thank you very much. The town is yours. Uh, I would recommend setting out as quickly as possible. Uh, in addition, um, another uh, traveler came into our keep last night, a group of monks, uh, along with a wizard. Uh, much as you did during the raid last night, uh, they were also helpful to us, and I've contracted one of their number uh, to go on this same mission, if you'd be willing to uh, have him uh, accompany you. Um, the, the governor motions over to someone standing with uh, a group of oddly dressed men you take to be monks, and uh, Joel, would you like to describe your character? Uh, sure. So you see a human with long robes, short brown hair, glasses, spell tomes, I mean, just books, just general nerd-looking human, scrawny, very skinny, uh, and he's looking around kind of frantically, doesn't know what's going on. Clearly, he's, he's not used to fighting or anything like that. He's This is something new to him. Well... Um, so, so the governor gestures over to this person and he calls him over. I'm sorry, will you remind me of your characters? Melvin Bigglestaff. Uh, uh, Mr. Bigglestaff. Uh, this, is, this is the group that I told you about uh, that you can accompany to the cultist staff. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, hello, I'm, I'm, I am Melvin. I'm here to help. Hello, my name is Pez. Or oh, hello. Pez Dooby Dooby. Very nice to meet you. And then you, young man? And uh, you see me bow. Hello, uh, but I'm out of it, so. Oh, very nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Vincent Mayweather. Uh, you can call me Sam for short. Again, okay. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, additionally, we've already sent out early this morning. Uh, a ranger from our midst who was scouting ahead to try and find the trail. Um, it was before we had thought to contact the three of you. So if you should happen across him, he may be of help to you. What is his name? I'm afraid I didn't catch his name. Okay. Is he human or? I don't know. I'm not sure what cold world. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, I don't know, hang on. Actually, I can I can pull up his character actually because I think he did put it in the uh, the campaign. Now, 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 my my, my my new companions. May I ask? Have, have you seen a man named Leosin? Leosin? You? Uh, no. I can't no, say. Uh, may I ask you a question? Okay. Yes, yes, please, please. The only thing I need to know before we go on this this trip is... Do you like music? Well, at the monastery, at the library, we heard some music. Um, I I wouldn't be opposed to hearing new music. Fantastic. 
love music. Even better songs such as yours, best. Thank you. Dutterbeck, you're a bard? Yes. Are you singing? Perhaps. <laughs> oh, fuck it up, dude. Let's do it. I'm getting I'm getting the most judgmental looks from my wife right now. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the commander. Um, uh, Governor Lighthill. Go- oh, Gov- Governor. Um, do you have uh, horses that we could borrow? Um, can you trap from horseback? Uh, maybe. It's probably better. Maybe I'll go off for the work you're doing. Now, we are going for you know reconnaissance, and I you mean, know, granted, I'm still new to adventuring, but it seems like that might take away our position. My feet get sore, so I just thought I could ride a horse. I'm I'm grateful for your help, but uh, given the conditions of the village, um. If I lend you a horse, I will either have to take it back from you, or when when you return, or take it out of your reward. How much for the horse? Mm, I forget the price of a, a riding horse. I think it's like ten gold. Let me see. Need like elevator to mu- music to play while I'm uh, looking things up, or Final Jeopardy music, or in the name of Pez. I'm sorry. Seventy-five gold. Uh, yeah. Horse, a draft horse is fifty. Riding horse seventy-five, and pony is thirty gold. Mm. So about fifty to seventy-five. Yeah. Um. No, if I have to pay, I think that's okay. Well, I'll walk with my friends. I'll just bring some extra bandages. Sorry, if you return under more um, fortuitous circumstances, hopefully we can uh, be more generous. Um. Yes. Well, um, I have much to attend to here in the keep. Uh, the raiders were last seen leaving town headed southeast. Uh, their trails should be easy to follow. Um, you have your leave of the town. Uh, it is quite picked over at the moment, but um, you may be able to seek information uh, out there. Um, or perhaps some goods or services. But By chance, do you know, uh, are there any potions available? Um, if there are any potions, they are likely being, they have likely been taken into the service of the city itself. Uh, we have a number of wounded among us. Um, I thought we gave all of you some yesterday evening. Did we? (laughs) Um, well, yes, Ben got one and immediately downed it since he was fucked up. Uh, Kestra got one and then I want to say she used it also, so we got two, but I'm pretty sure they were already used. Yeah. Would that apply to, to me? So enough. Would would I have also gotten a potion from last night? Uh, no, you did not. Okay. Um. <clears throat> uh. Well, there is um. <laughs> uh. 
there is um uh you can try uh the the store in in the market perhaps they have something left over um it, it uh magic goods like that would be very close to the square i imagine but i don't know where specifically oh we'll find our way yes thank you very much i, I look forward to uh your safe return me too <sighs> And please look after our dear friend Kestra. That uh, no, we will. Uh, she'll she'll be given the the care that she has earned for her heroic behavior. So, Finn, yeah. Melvin, shall we? No. By all means, yes. That's good. Now, um, uh, Melvin, um, you'll recall that a member of your group is missing. Leoson, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you were you were going to ask for help with getting him. Uh, okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, as as you turn to go, a group of monks from Melvin, uh, or one of the monks from Melvin's group, uh, runs over to Melvin. Says, uh, "Excuse me, Mister Bigglestaff, are you planning to go with this group?" Why, why, yes, I, um, I, I believe if Leoson went missing, he, he must have gone, he must have been taken. So uh, I will, will travel with these fine, fine people and see if I can find him. Will you, all, will you be okay? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think we'll be okay. Like, we're, I think all of us got kind of hurt on the way in, so we can't, um, go along with you. But, um, you know, just, uh, to your friends, like, uh, He's 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 a half elf monk. He he wears a little mustache. Um, he he knows more than anybody about these cultists that attacked Greenest. Um, we were all studying at the library at Candlekeep, uh, trying to figure out who they were and what their goals are. Um, Leosin tended to study alone, and the rest of us don't know much. But if you can rescue him. I'm afraid he probably tried to use the raid as an opportunity to infiltrate the cult, and knowing him, he's been caught. Um, so if you're able to find and rescue him, um, I'm sure he would be a tremendous help uh, if, if you're trying to stop this cult. So just keep an eye on him. Very smart. Very smart man, yes, yes, yes. He's, he, I saw him studying... Um, Walking around, hiding in bushes uh, during the attack. So he, yes, yes, yes. We we should find him. He knows much, much. Good, good luck, Melvin. Uh, he, he turns and goes back to his group. So uh, the the three of you turn and uh, walk out of the open gates of uh, the keep in greenest. Uh, is there anything you want to try to do in town before you go? Yes. Uh, I want to. I wanted to look and see if we could find either potions or just if there is anything kind of available. I know they we got raided last night, so. Uh, so specifically potions, or is there anything else you're looking for? Potion here. I think just potions right now. Okay. How much? Uh, how much do potions run. Wednesday window. How much do potions run? Potion of healing. They're expensive. Uh, potion of healing, I believe, is fifty gold. Correct. Yeah. Do we need to have fifty gold? 
I have I, a 20 from starting as a... I have almost 20 in my voice. Yeah, none of, none of you none of you can afford a potion right now, to be honest. Um, Perhaps. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you want to go and look for? Why would I have 160 gold? Oh. Did you roll for gold instead of taking the starting equipment offered by your class? No, I just went through and did the equipment. Did you make this on a character you already had? No, brand new character. Should I? I should have closer to twenty. Yeah, typically uh, ten to twenty. No, you'll, you'll have an exact amount determined on what background did you take? I took sage. Sage. Uh, they. That's if you look ten extra, isn't background, it? it should specify a specific amount of gold that you start with, and that should be all the gold that you have at this point. Yeah, I mean the only. Yeah. I picked my starting equipment and everything, and I'm looking at 160 gold, a staff, yeah, nothing crazy. Well, that seems like a lot, though. Yeah, that's way too much. You definitely don't have 160 gold. Um, yes, he does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me find the stage background and see what you've got. I would still like to go to the potion shop, potentially to... Uh, Find if there's a way to get rewards, maybe for receiving, like returning some of the stuff if we find it. Smart. Um, if that's okay. If if you want to, sure. Okay. Granted, if there's something we find and we want it, we're not returning it. But if there's other stuff, sure, we'll return it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Here we go. Morally flexible again. Yeah, neutral good now. Er. Yeah, Joel, you have you have ten gold. Yeah. Um, may it may have been just a glitch. Are you sure you didn't say one sixty? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's okay. 10. Okay, change it to ten. Zero. Ten herd. All right, uh, can't afford shit. So let's go. Well, it's the beginning of the game, guys. You gotta you gotta earn that shit. Uh, so you want to go to the potion shop? Yeah, just real quick. Fuck no. What? Okay. 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 Uh, so... Because uh, I wouldn't against, know how much they are in character. Uh, uh, against the uh, the protestations of the rest of your group, who says you should get going quickly, you ask around and you find out that there is a purveyor of um, general goods close to the center of town. Uh, one red scrug. Uh, he is described as a burly human man with a, a big reddish brown beard and tattoo of a lion uh, on his shoulder. Um, <clears throat> you go to the area described, and sure enough, in a, uh, a building that has had the door broken off the hinges, um, out of which various broken goods are strewn across the floor uh, and into the street. You hear inside the voice of a human man. Uh, do you, have you guys all seen a Christmas story? Yeah. Yes. Do you, do you remember the scene where the dad is in the basement fixing the boiler and he like is just cussing indiscriminately and like a lot? That's what you hear coming from inside the shop. Uh, as you as you approach the door, you you see uh, is this this large human man um, like sort of like he's picking up like an overturned shelf and he's angrily like slamming things back onto it, grumbling under his breath about how he just got that shipment in. Uh, that's what you see as you enter the door. 
He uh, doesn't turn to all of you. I actually, as I enter, I pull out my drum and begin to just play a little bit of drum music when I walk through. And say, oh, well, I'm sorry to see your shop here. We, we helped save the town, but it looks like your, your shop was hit pretty bad. Is it, is it red? Red, so Red looks looks up for what he's doing when you start playing your drum, and he just has this really puzzled expression on his face. He says, no, "Would you would you mind? I'm really not in the mood for music right now. Uh, do you do you want something?" Yes, I, I I I might be able to track down some of your goods. Do you have a list of the things that we're taking? Buddy, I just got back here from the keep about an hour and a half ago. I barely know what's happened. Uh, no, no, I don't have an itemized list of all the shit that was stolen from my store. Um, um, sorry, are you here trying to sell me your services and returning the things that were stolen from me? No, no, no. I, I, I thought we're about to head south and track down some of those bandits. So I thought I could keep my eye out for your stuff. Sure, that would be great. Thanks. And he, he turns away from you and goes back to like organizing his stuff. My name is Fez. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and I play the drum as I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's just outside laughing at the whole situation. <laughs> All right, anything else while you're in town, boys? Do we have rations? And we all have 10 days rations, correct? Yeah. Um, then you start with it. Yeah, sure. I don't care. Why okay. Not? I just want to make uh, sure. Give me just a second to read over this section before I start running it. I think, yeah, I think it depends on what you picked, but I, I have rations in mind. Okay. I think most of them start at 10 anyway. Yeah. Well, generally speaking, like, when you start a character, your class will give you some equipment, and your background may or may not give you some equipment. And that'll be all that you've got until I give you something. Dude, I'm so, I'm so squishy. I'm so squishy. Well, luckily, I can think pretty well. I'm really skinny and squishy, so I'm only five foot tall while you're reading over. I'll give a description. Um... Yeah. What's your HP at? Uh, 17. And what's your AC? 13. Okay, Jason? Uh, my AC is 16. The fuck? What's your HP? Uh, 26. Well, I'm a fighter. Alright, I am 12 HP and an AC of 13. I'm gonna fucking die. So... <laughs> I'm staying out of the fray and launching shit like this. Well, with my wonderful 25 feet of movement, I'll get as far as I can and steady stab. Oh, and my my inspiring leader gives you five temporary HP, Jason, uh, Finn. You have to do a speech? No, fuck that. You gotta do a speech to get I did shit. a speech last time, and it wasn't good, so... <laughs> you gotta do a speech. I mean, it's the DM game, but you gotta do a speech. Uh, sounds like you're being asked for a speech, Andrew. Okay, from the night before, when this character wasn't here, Melvin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Finn, yeah, I looked yeah, over. Tell you what, tell you what. 
make it a good enough speech, and I'll let Joel have the THPT. Okay. Oh, you better do this. So, I, I, while we were laying in bed together, not together, but side by side, two different beds, uh, I look at Finn, like I look over at him, kind of like a, a curious look, and I say, can you believe we survived that? I honestly don't. It was very, very, very sketchy there for a bit, and, you know, shit, Kestra just went out and, you know, she, of course, you know, we, we, athlete, you know, can't see me say, hey, hey, I volunteered, you know, she just went out and dueled that big bastard. I, yes, we're bad at this. We're so bad that I think when we, when we're traveling tomorrow, uh, we don't even need to have to worry. We're strong, we're fast, and... Something that I noticed when I was, uh, you know, spending a little time with you is that you're very keen, keen to, to take the strike when you need to. And the other thing I noticed is you, you look out for the other people. I don't do that. So I just want you to know. I might pick up on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just trying to do what I can to, you know, spread the good word and inspire the townsfolk and, and all that. Just what? trying to be a good adventurer. Well, you do inspire. You inspire me to be a better, better bard. And, uh... Sorry, Joel, what have you got to say? <laughs> That's not a speech. <laughs> the, end was, the end was better, but I don't think I get AP for that. I wasn't... I, it has to be ten minutes you know long. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I appreciate the effort so much, Joel. You can have the THP as well. Yes! Uh, yeah, yeah. You all have... I told you it was bad. Whatever amount of THP, it's like your charisma modifier, isn't it? It's five. It's my level plus my charisma modifier. Cool, cool, cool. Fuck yes, I'm at okay. 17, bitches. Alright, so you guys, uh, so you recount the speech that you gave Finn uh, in the barracks last night as you're leaving town. As uh, the three of you um, make your way southward out of Greenest. Um, you find pretty much immediately uh, the tracks of the cultists. What you saw last night was uh, a force of uh, around 100 people, so it's not difficult to see which way they went. And the tracks are made up of uh, the familiar mix of the humanoid tracks as well as uh, those of like, trained reptilian creatures. Um, and they are all headed in a wide band um, toward the south. Uh, you travel onward uh, from the interrogation last night, Finn and Pez. You both were... Pez, were you there for the interrogation? Uh, I think you... Yeah, I, I think I came in for the interrogation. It, that's that was right, me. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, because y'all... Okay, y'all didn't interrogate the prisoner as soon as you brought him back. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, so you remember from the interrogation that uh, he said that his camp was about 12 miles away, uh, southeast-ish, in a horse-shaped, can in a horseshoe-shaped canyon uh, in the midst of an area of plateaus. Okay. Uh, so you head in that direction, uh, um, uh, and you walk for an hour. You keep going. Yeah. Um, so there were some of those bandits that, they were all in robes, correct? Uh, no, some of them were in robes. Oh, gotcha. But not, not all of them by any means. Gotcha. Okay, I was just going to say if it was possible, I know it's after 
just because it's the next session. I didn't know if I could have grabbed one of those robes if we killed anybody that were in robes. Uh, you killed enough people in robes to have gotten a robe, but you never said anything yeah. about it. Okay. So, I'll say roll an intelligence again. <laughs> just straight intelligence? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh... One. Could I get in on that? <laughs> I rolled a natural uh, one, and I have a plus zero. <laughs> yes, you, you can get in on it, Joel. Uh, Finn, you can make that check as well if you would like. Uh, so, um, Andrew, you, you did not have the foresight to pick up a, a rope. Nope. Nor did you, Finn. So just a check. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. 17. Uh, you you had the thought, I may need to chase these guys later, and I'll probably want some help. So you picked up three robes. Yes! <laughs> because you got your boys. Well. Got your boys. Okay. Yes, yeah, so you need to say that again. Uh, so that's why he's the smart one. I have your intelligence and wisdom right here. Just the character, that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so um, while you're walking along, uh, Melvin brings out these three robes and suggests they may be useful. Uh, they, they are three uh, sets of flowing black robes with a hood uh, and on the and embroidered on the breast of each you see uh, an emblem of a dragon in different colors. Uh, one of them has a red emblem. Another one has a blue one, and a third has a black emblem. Did we happen to see, like, the symbolism of the different colors at all? As far as, like, one being a higher, uh, like, more, like, commanding color? Um, I don't remember. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, uh, like the colors of these emblems in particular? Yeah, just, I don't know, I know some of them had, uh, what, like a turban you know, too, right? You, you saw a lot of people, like, by no means all of the forces were in these robes, probably less than half, but a lot of people were wearing these robes, but until you saw them up close like this, you never noticed these colored emblems at all. Uh, you did hear the uh, prisoner you interrogate reference what he called a wearer of purple, and you saw a figure wearing purple robes that you got the impression had authority. Gotcha. But as far as ranks tied to these colors, you, you don't really have any way of knowing. Um, it's on black. Okay. And it was what? Red, blue, and black? Yes. Black. Blue. Okay. Red. Alright. Um, yeah, so you make your way uh, about another hour, hour and a half. Uh, this point, you're. you're you estimate you're probably about halfway to where you're going. The day is about half over. Uh, or, no, you're... It's about one in the afternoon. Uh, you spot in the distance as the... And the, the terrain that you're traveling over is... is um, it's a open, hilly grassland. Uh, the it's, it's a bright summer day, hardly a cloud in the sky. It's actually quite hot. Uh, those of you that are wearing uh, heavy clothing or are feeling a little sticky. 
while you're making this trek. Um, as you continue southward, the, the terrain in front of you spreading out is beginning to become more uh, rocky and broken up. Uh, and in the distance, you can see that large plateaus begin to rise over the, uh, the plains below. And further on, uh, it becomes a, a terrain dominated by plateaus with narrow passages between that you can expect you will have to navigate. Uh, coming down one hill and over the crest of the next, you spot in the distance a plume of smoke as if from a campfire. Um, continuing onward quietly, uh, you make it to the top of a hill uh, about 100, 100 yards away from a scene that unfolds in a sort of hollow between your four hills. Uh, a group of um, humans who are all wearing uh, robes like the ones that Melvin just handed out Ooh. are uh, arranging a campfire uh, in or are, um, they seem to be cooking something over a campfire. Uh, and with them sitting uh, in the same sort of area, but off distant from the cultists, uh, you see a group of eight kobolds. Um, they have set themselves, they have set themselves up in a position that it would be really easy to sneak up on them. Uh, you get the impression they haven't seen you yet. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put on the robe, for sure. Okay. Same here. Um, how, how far away are the kobolds from the other cultists right there? Uh, so they've, they've got, like, a, a little area, probably about a 60-foot circle, with their campfire on, like, the nearer end of it, maybe, like, 20 feet from the quote-unquote edge. And the kobolds are kind of sitting on the other side of that circle, like so they'd be like forty feet away from the near edge, from which the humans are twenty feet away, and there's about twenty feet between the two groups. So they don't probably see. Well, uh, well, uh, gentlemen, do we uh, do we want to use the the, the 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 disguises that we have and? Uh, and they are sitting in this hollow, uh, and the, the hills here are rocky. A lot of boulders have tumbled down. There are a lot of um, large stones that provide, uh, like, easy cover uh, should you want to sneak down and get close to them, uh, though it would be difficult terrain. Um, and you... Uh, and you see that uh, among the clearing itself, there are a number of boulders that they, they are using like prop equipment and, and to sit against. Um, are they um, on horseback, or is it literally just we see any wagons or anything? Uh, make a perception check. Uh, 16. Uh, you do not see any means of transportation other than their feet. Okay, um, and we saw how many of them? I know you said uh, eight kobolds. Eight kobolds and four humans uh, wearing cultist robes. Do, do the tracks we've been following lead to where they are? Uh, yes, they, they will not like directly to, but basically right by. Uh, have you been following the tracks? Uh, you've got more, make a survival check. 
these robes uh we could use them i could try and talk our way in um i have something i could make us make us maybe a little more believable like we were injured and we escaped i have a disguise kit that i could potentially make it look like we were injured in there and if I have to fight beside you way is it like no cover at all like there's nothing we could uh, quickly there's, there's loads and loads of cover you're basically you're looking down a slope um where there are frequently interspersed boulders of like three to five feet in height okay and it would be super easy for you to just like slink 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 down from okay. boulder to boulder uh, and with a decent do that 
Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll do that. So if you want, if you want to do that and try to do some reconnaissance, uh, yeah. everybody who's doing that, give me a stealth check, please. If 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 you guys want to go through, I'll kind of hang back to be support. I'll say if you want to get sense. close enough to to hear the guys, you you need to make a stealth check. Yeah, let's uh, definitely try to go down before you engage. Yeah. I guess my idea is we make our way through an area that if like they start firing at us or something, attacking us, we have something we could duck behind if we needed to, if they just openly attack yeah, us. And you, you can do that very easily. There are loads of yeah. others okay. that would give you two or three quarters cover. I'd like to be behind a boulder if they're going to approach. Like, way... I have spell snipers, so I can hit them pretty yeah. far. So. Okay. okay, yeah. Well, you... Yeah... Because it doubles the range of your attack cantrips, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Any attack spell. So, um, yeah, you'll have you'll have no problem. Like you, you would only need to get a bit closer to hit them from where you are. Do you um, want me to roll a stealth check or anything? Uh, are you trying to go close enough to hear them? No, I want to be close enough to support them. Uh, uh, you, don't, you don't have to make a. Okay. check them. Just tell me how far you would like to be away from them. Uh, we'll resolve where they're going so you can decide after that. Are both of you trying to get close enough to here? I would like to begin to walk forward, but it's kind of stealthily to be able to admit over here maybe first. Like, I don't want to just... Right. Um, but then... You want to do that stealthily before you openly walk out. Yeah, but just to be able to hear, and then if they notice us, just begin to walk out like I wasn't trying to hide. Like, more, I was just trying to be careful coming into the, the ravine or whatever. Okay. Um, then I will let you make a performance check in addition to your stealth check. Uh, or I'll tell you what, like, make a stealth check, and then if you get spotted, I'll let you make a performance okay. check. Probably um, a disadvantage. My shortest range is 60 feet with spells under. So I could be pretty far back. I have, like, yeah. 240 feet spells, too, just that far. Okay. All right. Um, and, and 17 for Finn's stealth roll. 17? And Pest? Uh, before I move in, I would have wanted to look at Melvin and said, since you're going to be staying back here, um, if I wave my hand like this, that means let the fire loose. Okay? Well, I don't know what you're going to do, but do something to attack. This is the symbol. <laughs> okay, oh, oh, oh. I got it. Okay. Uh, and mine was 13 on the stealth roll. <laughs> 13 for your stealth check? Yeah. Well, they, they rolled really terribly to perceive you, so okay. you're, you, you don't believe you've been spotted. Uh, so, you make your, so you make your way down the slope, kind of slinking from boulder to boulder until you get uh, maybe 10 yards away from uh, the campfire. Um <clears throat> Both of you hiding between, behind separate boulders that are each about four feet tall. Uh, you listen in on the cultists. Give me a perception check, please. Three. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. You can hear... Uh, you, you listen for... Uh, couple of minutes to their conversation to see if they say anything useful. Uh, all you really hear is them discussing the details of preparing their lunch, uh, which is 
some wild pheasants that they managed to kill, apparently. Uh, they are uh, being belittling about having to share it with the kobolds. They're having a conversation about how useless and stupid kobolds are. Um, and they are also, and you also gather from their conversation that they're all really jazzed about how well the raid went last night. Um, but you don't, you don't gain anything really more useful than that, because you don't, you don't really hear any of that. Nope. Um, you're busy thinking about a, uh, a tune for a new song that you're writing. That's right. And, uh, you get distracted. Yes. Um, Alright, well, uh, Finn will, you know, whisper that information back, uh, has, and we'll also bring up, uh, so yeah, the, uh, the group is right there. We don't really care about the, the kobolds. You know, maybe we could get the kobolds against them. Take oh, and, um, sorry, Finn, um, with your perception check, you also notice that the, uh, the humans have all stacked, like, their weapon belts with the scimitars that they carry against a rock about 30 feet away from their current position. Um, so it won't be very easy for them to get to those. Okay. So, yep. It looks like their weapon's right over there. Yeah. We can get the kobolds to, you know, bum rush them. Should be able to get some good licks in, and I can definitely help mop up. Uh, yes. Uh, so looking at the area, would we be able to see a way around to be able to come up to the kobold side first? Like stealthily? Um, if you climbed all the way back up the hill and went to the other side of it, and then followed the hills around in such a way that you stayed on the other sides of the crests of the hill, you would be able, you think, to do that as long as you did it quickly enough that they hadn't broken camp and taken off by the time you did. How? Uh, it would probably take you a good um, half hour to 45 minutes Ooh. to circle around that way. Yeah. Um, uh, Finn, um, uh, perhaps we just go in and maybe you talk to the uh, guys over here, the humans. And I'll go talk to those kobolds and tell them I have uh, secret orders for them to help us kill these um, other followers because they have um, been disloyal to the cause. I mean, I'm obviously not as great of a talker as you, but I mean, I could try, or maybe beforehand, should I try to maybe get those weapons away? Joel, uh, how far do you want to be away from the site of the, the camp? You can be positioning yourself while they have this conversation. 60 feet away. It, like in that's my spell range. Yeah, 60 feet. So if I could be somewhere within range, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm positioning you guys on, like, graph paper right now so that I okay. know where to tell you you are. Nice. I got you. Yeah. Finn. Just, you yeah. Know, kind of back in the back a little bit. Finn, uh, yeah, oh, you could come with me, and then if I feel like they're 
okay to move forward. Maybe you could make your way in between their weapons. And when the kobolds attack, maybe make sure they don't come to them. Be, be the last line of defense, so to speak. Yeah, to keep them from having any type of, uh, I don't know, advantage against the kobolds. No, I, I think come with me at first, and then uh, if things go our way, then you will make your way over, and I'll give Melvin the signal when it's time. By the way, there's a signal, and I like behind so Melvin can't see it. I show Finn the signal, <laughs> so he doesn't <laughs> accidentally fire off. Um, so. Exactly. That could curry favor with those other guys. Exactly. Get us in that way. That's right. <laughs> like that train of thought. Yeah, let's, let's, let's roll with that. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're going to try and make our way. Now, are the humans in between us and the kobolds, like, directly, or are they more to the side? Uh, they're, they're more or less directly between you and the kobolds. And the kobolds would be ahead and a bit more to the right than the humans are. Okay. Um, only other question I have before we move in. Uh, did we? Did I overhear any names or did I catch the name of that person we um, interrogated? Um, I believe his name was Jeff. Jeff. I'm pretty sure you asked what his name was and I said his name was Jeff. Yeah. Uh, that sounds yeah, right. Getting a lot of people named Jeff. Uh, uh, was he human? Yes, he was human. Okay. Um, do I look remotely like him? Like, was he shorter, thinner, brown hair, balding? I I honestly can't remember how I described him, man. Okay. Um, like, how, how, what does Pez look like? He's, uh, like he, he's like five feet tall. Yeah, he's short, brown hair, balding, green eyes. Um, if anything, if I can, I have a disguise kit. I could potentially try and make myself look more like Jeff. I mean, you're putting a whole lot of effort into this. Yeah. But yeah, if you want to take like an hour to make a oh, disguise, yeah. you can do that. Not an hour, no. So we'll, I'll, I'll just try and I'll use Jeff's like name and make my way in. Yeah, it's been ages since y'all made a dice roll. Just do something. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to make my way in towards uh, the kobolds. And if they try and stop me and talk to me, I'm going to tell them my name is Jeff. That I have uh, something I need to say to those bastard kobolds. So. Okay, so right now you are at like the southern edge of the encampment. And the humans are between you and the kobolds. So are you trying to just like brush by the humans without talking to them? Uh, maybe I'll just say something along the lines of I'm going to say something to the kobolds because I can't believe we're sharing encampment with them. Um, I mean, they haven't seen us yet. We just circle back and then... It'll take a while. Yeah. Okay, so you, you are walking through the encampment. If you're going straight to the kobolds, you're going to have to pass the humans. Yes. That's what you would like to do? Yes. Okay. Uh, so you sidle out from, uh, behind your boulder... And uh, the um, and begin walking forward, and the uh, the humans all sitting by the campfire all look over their shoulder at you and become startled and stand up. 
um, then they they see your robes and they uh, sort of hesitate. Um, like, who 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 are you? Uh, oh, we were back. Yes. Uh, sorry. My name is Jeff, and I got stuck behind, but I'm heading back to camp. But I thought maybe we could spend a little bit of time joining with you guys. Um, roll deception. 23. Ooh, okay, Jeff. Um, yes. Um, sure. Uh, we're welcome to sit down over here. We, uh, I mean, you're going to have to supply your own food. We had to work pretty hard to catch this. Yes, of course. Look. And I'm going to act like I just noticed the kobolds. And and they were pretty, like, boisterous about not liking the kobolds. Is that what you said? Uh, yeah, you, you've heard a lot of abuse thrown the kobolds away from the, the cult so far in general. Okay. And you said they're about 40 feet from the humans? Uh, no, they're 20 feet from the group of humans. They're okay. 40 feet from where you were. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm going to act like I notice the kobolds for the first time and say, um, why are they here? Um, sorry, Jason? Um, as he's going about this performance, could I start casually trying to put myself in between them and their, uh, weapons on the side of the, the rock there? Um, sure. Like, uh, what, uh, so you're, you're also entering the camp openly? As I was... Uh, you know, just like a step behind behind Pez for Jeff. Keith. Oh, uh, okay. So you're you're with Jeff, like you you went out together. Correct. So while he's having this conversation, like you started to head that way. Yeah, I just want to kind of you know see where it's playing out. So far, they're playing along, but I want to kind of position myself in between them and their weapons. Being you're trying to look. You're trying to look nonchalant while you do it. Yes. Uh, mid performance. <laughs> I was waiting for that. One plus zero. Well, okay. Yeah, nobody really calls you out, but they they do look over one of them to Z. So so you guys, was there anything anyone with you guys? Uh, there was one other guy, but he got lost behind us, and we weren't about to stop because we were already behind. We were late to an airport date. And so... Uh, whoa, whoa, wait a second, late. Are they expecting us back at a certain time? Uh, n- we were just behind you guys, and you guys are on the right amount of time. We had to hurry. We're pretty tired now. No, um, they didn't... Listen, they didn't tell us what that there was a deadline to get back, so we've been taking our time. If we're supposed to report in, it's right. Fuck. They said three Fuck. days. If we make Resmir angry, she'll melt us. What was that name? Uh, he said Resmir. Resmir? R-E-Z... Yeah. M-I-R. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you, you recall that you, you also heard the prisoner from last night reference this Resmir as okay. the, uh, the half-dragon. Okay. He seemed really afraid of her. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's like three days we're supposed to be back, so we have time for the night to be able to get a rest. Listen, don't... Don't scare me that way. Like, you... I see your robes, you must know what Resmir is like. Like, yes. of all the worm speakers to be serving under, it had to be her. She's terrifying. Uh, 
Okay, well, yeah, I mean, if you're just looking for a place to sit, like, you can, you can join us safe in numbers, I guess. Yes, my question is, why are we sharing our camp with these kobolds? Somebody's got to keep an eye on them. Do you mind if I have a word with them? Make sure they, no, they stay in line? Okay. Uh, Finn, follow me. Just in case they try and step out of line. Alright. So they, they let you guys okay. step over with the kobolds. So I'm going to make my way to the kobolds. Um, and, um, sorry. Uh, Melvin, is there anything you'd like to do in the, uh, while this is going on? Just keeping an eye out. Okay. Okay. for the signal. Uh, back to you guys then. Pez and Finn, what are you doing? Uh, well, I just want to whisper as we're walking over there. So far, so good. Not bad, Pez. Pez, damn it. Thank you. Um, it's Jeff. Yes. Uh, That's right. yeah. uh, so I make my way over, and once I'm close to the kobolds, kind of out of earshot, I know it's only 20 feet, so I'm not going to talk super loud. Um mm-hmm. Or, I'm going to do parts of it really loud, and then other parts quiet enough for the, only the kobolds to hear. So I'm going to try and basically make a performance to make the humans believe that I'm belittling the kobolds, but then I'm going to like whisper to the kobolds, hey, we were sent to give orders that you are to help us take out this okay. disloyal group. Uh, let's, let's, let's do it this way. There's a group of eight kobolds um, sort of arranged between two large boulders. Uh, sitting down, uh, squabbling over several half-cooked birds. Uh, You approach, they look up at you with hostile looks in their eyes. What do you say? You there. I can't believe you have to share this camp with us, but I have words that I need to say to you, and you better listen. Uh, What do you have to say, stupid human? So those were the the, the... loud words then i'm gonna get close enough is that possible to where i could not whisper but say it quiet enough for them to hear but not the humans potentially i mean if you whispered facing away from the humans you imagine you'd probably be okay okay um my name is jeff i come with orders from redsmere that the guys behind me you see the four of them they were sharing camp with you. We're supposed to murder them. They've been disloyal, and they've give or they've given information to those not of our cause. Make a deception check. I mean, you see the kobold looking at you, looking really puzzled. <laughs> like he's having he's having a lot of trouble figuring out whether or not to believe you. You said deception. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 17? Uh, Kobold says, Resmir, see? Yes. Resmir pulled me aside, said that these bastards behind us, and I'm whispering, I'm just saying it loud enough so you can hear me. They gave information about where our camp was, where our, and we're supposed to kill them, and then report back that you helped, and you're going to be rewarded. Um, and the humans were planning on staying the night. Did they happen to, like, make it out as if they are planning on staying for a bit? Uh, make an inside check. Okay. 
Uh, twelve. Uh, you, you. It looks more like they were just stopping off, like to rest and have lunch and continue on. Okay. Um. Yes. Soon. I'm gonna give you a signal. It's gonna be this. And I show them the signal, but away from Melvin, <laughs> so they can see it. I'm gonna say, when I give you that signal, I want you to move in close, as if you need to talk to the humans. And then when I do it a second time, over my head, you're gonna attack. Okay. Okay. Yes. You kill the humans except for this guy behind me, Finn, and then <laughs> the other rogues. Did... <laughs> and then the guy. So, Mel... were there any other people in robes that had black? Uh, all of the humans present. Um, like you, you don't. They're not wearing the robes. Like a couple of them are, but a couple of them have their robes like. Gotcha. Piled with their gear. Okay. Um, there's one other guy. He's a human. Really skinny. Really squishy. You're going to see him way off in the distance. Don't hurt him. He's part of our group, too. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. So, we're going to move we over here. Humans. You kill humans. Now, okay, and I'm going to give them the signal after we back up a few feet. Probably 15 feet in between us. I'm going to get right where the weapons are, basically. If that's Okay. Okay. Is that only about 15, 20 feet, or? Uh, let's see. That is... That's about 35 feet from where you're standing talking to the bolts. Okay. Uh, before I move, if it's that far, I'm going to whisper to him, I have to say something mean, but I don't mean it. It's just so the humans don't know what's about to happen. Okay? You kill humans. Give me one second. And, and then really loudly I say, And don't you forget it, you dirty kobold bastard. Oh, you call dirty kobold bastard. No, shh. I just told you. I just gotta make them believe. And I turn and walk away. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Finn, are you gonna follow me? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, so like five feet, or yeah, 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 that. So y'all, y'all are both heading directly over to the weapons. Uh, kind of in between the weapons and them. So maybe fifteen, twenty feet from the humans, ten, fifteen feet from the weapons. Okay, the weapons are only fifteen feet away from the nearest human. Okay. Uh, there's, there's not that much space. So yeah, I'll, I'll go over as if I'm gonna take my weapons off. Um. And put them with theirs, maybe. Oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, so I kind of, I'm not really unbuckling my belt, but I'm touching my belt as if I'm about to take it off and make so my way towards the weapon. with advantage. Make a, you said deception? Performance. Performance. Mm -hmm. Uh, 24. Okay, yeah. Uh, nobody challenges you as you walk over there. Uh, okay. Finn, you're, you're moving in that direction as well. I'm trying to position myself in between uh, them and uh, his, his squishy. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, so you, you guys end up um, pretty close to the, the group of humans. Uh, okay. But you, you, you sort of are on... Um, well, the way I've got it on the map, you're in melee with the pile of weapons next to the boulder. Okay. Uh, 
So basically, Sorry, that's a better way of showing you. <laughs> no, you're fine. So I guess what I would do. This is, this is what it looks like. If you, can, you can't really see, can you? Uh, not really. Yeah, maybe. Oh, okay. Melvin. So Oh, okay. This is, uh, the camp. Oh, I see. We can just theater the mind it, yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so Fez or uh, Finn is about ten feet from the closest human. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, so when I'm about five feet from the weapons, ten feet from them, I'm gonna turn back to the kobolds and give them the the first motion for them to move towards the humans. Make eye contact with them and make the motion. the defense. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. Jason, I can't hear you. Seven. <laughs> I, I rolled my shit on that one. It's okay. Alright, ten, uh, ten to five. Seven. Seven, alright. Well then your initiative order is Pez, Melvin, Humans, Ten, Cobalt. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so. Uh, so you you give the signal to the kobolds. Yep. On your turn. Do I recognize? Do I see that signal? Um. I was doing it. I was doing it low enough to give them the first command to move forward. Um, and would that be my whole action? Okay, so if that's the moving your hands, and how close? By the weapons, you have like a full combat turn now to do whatever you want. You have signaled the kobolds; they have not yet reacted. Okay, um, so that will be the only thing I do right now, except I whisper to Finn, and I'm gonna give him a bardic inspiration, um, and I'm just gonna say to him, uh. Don't worry, Finn. We got this. You're a sexy motherfucker. Well, Alright, you say so. So you get a D6 uh, for 10 minutes. D4. D6. Oh, D6? Yeah. To, uh, Any ability check, attack roll, 
um, or saving throw. So any D20 roll, basically. Yep. Um, I would say I'm gonna hold Fairy Fire for once they're close enough. Um, basically, if to where I can hit Fairy Fire on all eight kobolds and four humans, but not Finn or myself. That wouldn't matter. Okay, what's a... Uh, it's a 20-foot cube. 20-foot cube? Yeah. Um, okay, uh, you want to hold it specifically until those conditions are met? Uh, basically until I see the kobolds um, within 10 feet, I guess, to where I could hit all of the kobolds and humans in one blast. Oh, you're trying to get the kobolds as well? Correct. Okay, now you... Um, or I guess. No, if you're trying to set the conditions specifically that you have to get all of the humans and all of the kobolds, and you're not going to cast that spell unless you get all of the humans and all of the kobolds, and it's unlikely that they're going to move in that way. Okay. Is that what you want to do? Uh, I think actually I will hold that for my next turn and do instead. Once, can I hold my action to basically give the signal to Melvin when I see the kobolds close enough? Um. Could I do that? My turn. You, yeah, you can, but the kobold's turn is after Melvin's. Oh, um, that's right. Melvin's next. Um, but you can, you can do that if you want. Yeah, I'll just kind of hold my action of signaling Melvin until the kobolds are close enough to the humans. Like, within 5, 10 feet. So you're holding your action to signal Melvin. Correct. Okay. Um, that's my turn. To recap, you told, you told the kobolds to just approach as if they... Have something to say to the humans? Yeah, and then once I gave them the signal to attack. You just gave them a signal, didn't you? No, it's once I see them close enough, I'm going to give them the signal, which is also your signal, so everyone would attack at once. Okay. Um, cool, that's your turn. Yep. Uh, do you want to move anywhere or just stay by the weapons? Uh, can I, is there any area behind the weapons? Uh, yeah, the weapons are all propped against a bolter, actually, you could very easily slip on that boulder if you wanted to. Yeah, if I can kind of move backwards to where I have cover, um, to where I can see, but not, you know, maybe half cover or something. Alright. Yeah, I mean, it'll be easy enough for you to pop out and look out from behind this boulder. Okay. Uh, and it, that's going to put you 25 feet from the nearest human. Perfect. Uh, okay, next is Melvin. You haven't really seen a signal or anything. Do you just continue waiting? So I was about to ask. I haven't seen the signal, and I've seen nothing aggressive. They're still just... Yeah, you, you really haven't walking. seen any indication that the situation has changed. So I do nothing. I just keep waiting. No, no spell prepped or anything. Okay. I'm just chilling. Gotcha. Uh, the humans are next, and they also... Um, they... Continue sitting by the fire. Uh, Finn? Alright, so no aggressive actions have happened yet. Um, I mean, you, you heard um, Pez's plan with the kobold, so you're pretty good at that. <laughs> so I, was gonna, uh, I guess I'll just kind of stay where I'm at. Um, 
guy, you know, like unsheathe my rapier and act like, um, you know, sharpening it with a whetstone or whatever. Just kind of keep an sure. eye out as I do it. Yeah, um, yeah, you can, you can spend your turn doing that. Do you want to ready an action or anything? If you can do dodge as your action, correct? You are, you are standing, by the way, directly between the, um, the cultists and their weapon. Yeah, I'll I'll hold a rapier strike. Uh, it won't be uh, on the first human that comes into range. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, all right, it is now the kobold's turn. Um, you wanted to stay standing where you were, like directly between the people and the weapons. Yes. Cool. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the kobold that you spoke to, Pez, uh, steps forward just a couple feet from his group. Um, and he says, We kill humanity! <laughs> <laughs> um, and he runs up to the nearest human and attempts to stab them. Uh, give me a moment while I position these guys on the paper. Um, Oh, you guys can't hear it at all? I can hear it, it's just washed out. Oh. Too loud. He is very badly hurt. 
Yeah. Um, They're doing our dirty work. <laughs> another of the humans is attacked by two more kobolds with slings. <laughs> um, both of those attacks hit. Uh, both of the, the strikes from the swings hit the uh, the human that the first kobold failed to hit with his dagger. Uh, as he dodges, the uh, strikes from the slings both hit him square in the forehead, and he falls over dead instantly. Nice. Um, human 2 is off the board. Uh, and... One of the kobolds rushes over to Yu Finn with a dagger in hand, while another kobold takes out a sling and aims toward you. Um, They're stupid. <laughs> the one with the dagger connects. Really? And you take three piercing damage. Uh, concluding the kobold's turn brings us to heads. Now, would my action that I held would have been able to give the signal when I saw them? Yeah, so you, you've given the, the, the signal to Melvin now. So okay. He, he knows that uh, combat is on. Okay. So that was on my last turn, though, correct? Yeah, that was, that okay. was your reaction for that round, so you're, okay. you're fresh now. Okay. Um, now, without being able to see the full field, can I s hit all the humans and kobolds with fairy fire? It's a 20-foot cube. So it's a 20-foot cube. Um, you can get three humans and three kobolds, or you can get... One human and five kobolds. I think I'm going to do it against the kobolds. Can I get all the kobolds with it? Uh, you cannot, no. Okay. Um, could I... Is there any way to get about seven or six of the kobolds? Can you see? Oh, okay. Basically, I want to hit as many of the kobolds so if it's five kobolds and one human, I'll do that. If that's the best I can do. I think that that is... Uh, yeah, the most kobolds you can get is five kobolds and one human. Okay, so I'll do that. So basically I would need dexterity saving throws um, okay. from each one of them. What is your spell save, PC? Uh, 13, so not 13, great. And that's a dex save? Correct. Okay, uh, give me a second to make these rolls. You said the, the one human and five kobolds? Correct. Uh, would you prefer a kobold nearer or farther away from you? Uh, nearer. Closer to nearer, us. Nearer to you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this one was for eight. Pass. Uh, it's, it's no effect on pass, right? Correct. Uh, each other is online. Any creature in the area when uh, correct. If it no effect, if they pass. That is a fail. Uh, 
So they basically have disadvantage, or sorry, attacks on them have advantage. Yeah. Attack on them have advantage and they can't go invisible. Correct. Um, which they can't do anyway. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Well, that's your action. Anything else? Um. Can I see Melvin? Um, is he within 60 feet of me? Most definitely not. <sighs> um, could I move? How, how far is he? Like 80, 90 feet? Or? He's, he, he, he's like 120 feet oh, away wow. from you. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a rough estimate. I can get the exact number, but he's pretty far. No, yeah, I'll, I'll, be pretty far back. I'll just have cast, yeah, I'll cast Fairy Fire and then um, just wait, I guess. Yeah, that's my turn. And cool. duck back behind for cover. Yeah, cover. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, well, that brings us to Melvin's turn. You have seen the signal. Uh, in front of you, you, you see uh, a group of kobolds attacking a group of humans. The kobolds are also attacking Finn. Uh, and you see two humans beginning to get up from around the fire while one is attacked with uh, knives and the other is killed with two slings and stones. What would you like to do? So I saw I saw him cast fairy fire. So do I see a bigger threat that's kind of glowing from the fairy fire? Does that make sense? Like, do I see somebody outlined with that fairy fire? Uh, yeah, you, you do see several of the, um, several of the, so if you see Pez step out from behind the stone and do, like, jazz hands, and, um, like, there's, uh, uh this glittering, uh, prismatic-colored fire that spreads out, and three of the kobolds appear to catch fire, though they don't seem in pain as if they're burning with real flames. Alright, so I would, I would like to cast, uh, Ray of Frost at one of those kobolds. Okay. Uh, would you like to cast it at one nearer or farther away from Finn? One closer to Finn. Okay. Um, let's see, and let me see, what's, what's the range with your spell sniper on that? Uh, range is 120. Yeah. Okay. Let me just count it out real quick. They're pretty far out. Okay, it's within range. Make your attack roll. With advantage. advantage. Okay. Uh, yeah. Alright, so that's a 15 plus... That'll connect. Give me damage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Is that the same boulder that I'm hiding behind? It is not. No. Okay. Hey, Cole, we'll get to it after this. That's fine. Um, 
that is the human's turn. That brings us to Finn. Uh, Finn, directly to your right is a kobold that attacked you last round. Uh, and there are several kobolds and humans. Uh, two humans have grabbed their weapons from behind you, and each of them is standing about 15 feet away now, closer to Pez than to you. Closer to Pez. There's also one human still beside the, um, the campfire. Um, then, let's see, I'll make my way to the closest human. Uh, that's to, uh, Pez. Okay, uh, that's one of the armed ones. Um, he's standing in melee with both that one and the other armed human. Is what it is. I want to try and stab stabby him. Alright, the one closest to Pez? Yes, uh, is that what, the the human that failed by chance? Uh, it is not, but he's in range, like, you could go that way instead. Yeah, let's go, let's go for that, so I have the advantage. Okay. Alright, you're in mainland with him and no one else. Alright. Ooh, good thing. Uh, 16? That'll connect, give me damage. Alright. That'd be 8 piercing. Okay, you, uh, you lash out, and you get him uh, across the torso, and he starts bleeding very badly, but he's not down just yet. Alright, uh, do I have the... Uh, tell you what, let's action surge. Go at him again, try and down him. Okay. Uh, that's a 21. That'll definitely hit. Uh, he has one hit point left, so... You slap him, and then, and then you quickly run him through. Um, you still have, uh... Well, you moved five feet to do that. Um... Okay. There are, number, uh, there are boulders you could take shelter behind, and there are kobolds that you can get into melee with. Uh... You can you can protect Pez, whatever you want yeah, to do. Yeah, I'll only do that. Because okay. I know that he's squishy. Then I'm going to put you... Let's see. So you have 25 feet of movement? Uh, correct. Okay, you're going to be in melee with two the two armed humans. Fair enough. Right next to the stack of weapons. Uh, so that is your turn. Um, unless you have a bonus action you'd like to use. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'll save my second win. Okay. I was about to say, didn't you action surge? Um, okay. That brings us to the kobold's turn. Um, Give me just a minute here, guys. There's still a bunch of them. Uh... You guys keep moving around. <laughs> it's uh, depending on who's talking. It it puts them. Oh, I'm just gonna okay. keep talking. Then. I'm just gonna keep talking the whole time. Just kidding. 
He's filibustering our Google Duo. <laughs> I moved outside so I could smoke while I play, so. <laughs> I take it that nasty yellow shit, aka Holland, doesn't mess with you? It does, but I just take Claritin in the morning. I'm fine. Not too Mine's bad, it's very mild. Yeah, I was worried about that with the, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it didn't help that I had to go outside and get a shell to build a display earlier, so that just, you know. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I've been taking Claritin every day just because I don't want to be at work sneezing and coughing and people think I have corona or some shit, you know. So I've been taking Claritin every day. Your Claritin clear. <laughs> uh, I think it's the Target brand Claritin, but yeah, it works. I mean, that's what I, that's what I use. Yeah, I mean, it works like that, and I take a Prilosec every day because I'm old as shit and have acid reflux, but... It's true. You're older than me, asshole. <laughs> By, like, two months, but still. Okay, um... Three of the kobolds go after one of the humans. One of them attacks it. Two of them attack it. Swing... Said ten. Ten total, yes. Okay. Maybe you are trying to kill a second character. <laughs> it's, it's easy to do at, uh, at level two. Um, and that is the kobold's turn, which brings us back to this. Uh, how many enemies are within five feet of me? Two. Both kobolds that hit me. Okay. Uh, did they by chance take... Are, are they outlined in color? Are they any of the ones that failed? Uh, no, neither of the ones in melee with you are affected by fairy fire. But you actually do need to make two concentration checks to maintain that. Your DC is 10. Uh, natural 20 and then 12. You're good. Yes. Let's awesome. see the dice. Do you really want me to show you the dice? No? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to attempt you. If you guys are pathetic enough to lie about your D&D &D rolls, I'll let you do it. 
Um, natural 20s all night heard. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. I need con saves from them. I'm going to do a thunder clap. Okay, that's the, the cantrip that goes five feet out in any direction. Correct. Con saves, you said? Yep, it can be heard okay. for 100 feet, but anyone within five feet is going to have to make a con save. Uh, we got one failure. I got two failures, baby. Yes. So D6 damage. Uh, uh, four. Four total. Thunder four damage. Four total. So, okay. So you, so you just smack your drum as hard as you can. Yeah. And there's this huge. Uh, as like two of the the kobolds like. Actually, some skin is shredded off of, of their faces a little bit. They they're still standing, but badly hurt. Okay. Um. So that'd be my action. Um. I'm going to bonus action healing. Where? Um. I should be okay. Um, it, is there anywhere I can move? I mean, does the cover help me at all from uh, where I'm at? Not against these two, but if anyone were trying to make a ranged attack from the other side of the boulder, it would give you three quarters cover. Okay. Am I able to maneuver around the boulder, but am I going to take opportunity attacks from both of them? Uh, you will, yes. I'll just... side of the boulder that you'll only take one opportunity attack but there are kobolds on the other side of this boulder as well oh i got you you are marked by p k represents kobolds can you uh move it uh out slightly just slightly there we go okay so i'm p pez f is finn h1 is human okay um Okay, I'm just gonna. I, I will use a uh, a bonus action healing word on myself. Sure. Um, <laughs> so that's gonna be plus spellcasting ability modifier, so three, so a d4, and then also I'm gonna say four, seven total. Nice. Um, all right. Four plus three is seven. No, no. Okay, uh, I'm gonna whisper to the kobolds, or I'm gonna say the other humans, you morons, and then uh, try and move towards Finn. How? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, to show you the situation again. Oh wait, there's uh, other kobolds right there, aren't there? Yeah, that that area is kind of clustered up. Uh, can you move it to your right slightly? Okay, can I move down then and uh, towards like to where I could get behind? Or uh, never mind, I'll just stay where I'm at. It's not worth it. Okay. Yeah, I'll okay. just stay where I'm at. Uh, that is Pez's turn. Melvin, you're up. Alright, are there, uh, are there any loose boulders? Kind of smaller rocks near me? Uh. Yeah, you can you can find one. How far are you trying to go? 
I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to cast catapults on something under oh, five you got, pounds. You got ammunition for that wherever you wanted to be. All right. There's so do I have stones suitable for that? Perfect. Do I have a clear line of sight on one of the kobolds that's attacking Pez? Um, what's what's your range on that? So I can shoot it 90 feet. So a spell sniper would be 180. Is that that applies to spells as well as cantrips? This is a level one spell. Um, I think so. so. The range would be six. So under catapult, the range is 60 feet. So it'd be 120. Right, but uh, the spell sniper feet. Does that apply to spells or only cantrips? I'll look it up real quick. Spell. Spell Sniper. It would, it would honestly seem like just cantrips. Yeah, yeah. All the cantrips I'm clicking on, it it has the Spell Sniper. Uh, no. It, the spell says you have learned techniques to enhance the attacks with certain kinds of spells. When you cast a spell that requires you to make an attack roll, the spell's range is doubled. It does apply to spells with levels. Yeah, so you have 180 feet on that, you said? Well, hold on. So, I don't make a spell attack for catapult. It's a deck saving throw forever of going after. Yeah, that that won't yeah. uh, that will double your range. Okay, um, that's fine. That's fine. I'll uh, I'll just uh, hurl another ray of frost. That's 120 foot range, and I have to make a spell attack against. I guess the two you said the two kobolds assaulting Pez were not affected by fairy fire. Uh, that's correct, but there are, um, there is one kobold in range with him that's affected by fairy fire. Um, yeah, I saw Pez get kind of lit up, though. Right? I saw him kind of get stabbed pretty, pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, a little much aware. Pez are, are looking like they're in bad shape and would die quickly, too. Okay. Alright, I'll, um... Alright, Finn, hold, hold tight, Finn. Um, I'm gonna throw uh, Ray of Frost at one of the kobolds next to Pez. So just a single roll? Uh, yes, yeah. No advantage. 15 total? Uh, that will connect. Alright, so you managed to um, kill one of the kobolds harassing Pez. Okay. Very nice. And that will be turn. I don't really have bonus action ship, so turn. Okay. Uh, that brings us to the human's turn. He is right next to Finn, and he is... He's going to take the disengage action and attempt to run away. The human is? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so Finn and Pez, that human is about 30 feet east of you running away at full speed. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Finn's turn. You are in right. with one goal. All right. Yeah, just want to make sure. Um, yeah. Uh, unaffected by fairy fire, right? Correct. Well, no, the kobold in range with you is affected by fairy fire. Get him. That was a natural one. Wait, are you rolling to attack that kobold? Yes. One. Roll with advantage? Advantage. Two. So a seven. 
What? I'm confused. You needed to make an attack roll with advantage. What was the result? Seven. And you have bardic inspiration. You do have that. It's a d6. Is that towards Melvin? No, he's running away. Oh, okay. Yeah, Melvin is far to the south, and he's running east. He's fine. I was like, I, I have a little feet. Uh, okay. So you want to move next to Pez? Yeah, I'll position myself to where I'm near him, so in theory I can take the brunt of some attacks coming towards him. How many are left? Okay. Because you are surrounded on two sides, uh, 
There is a boulder to your back and to your right and left. There is a kobold threatening you with a dagger. Uh, 25 feet ahead of you, there is a human running away at full speed. Um, there are a number of the other kobolds around as well. What would you like to do? Uh, that human, was he damaged at all? Um, you were not in a position to see whether he was hurt or not. Okay. You can make a... Yeah, you can use your action to make a perception check to see if you can tell while he's running. Okay. Um, but you have to use your action to do it. Um, uh, the kobolds, have they been damaged? Would I have seen them take damage? Um, so one of them is the same one that was next to you when you cast your spell a few seconds ago. Okay. But um, can I see Finn? Since he's beside me? Uh, yeah, he's, he's beside the boulder, like, back and to your left. Can I kind of see him as far as what condition he's in? Like, if I... Or is he more than five feet from me? He, he's out of melee. Okay. I'm going to do Thunderclap again. Um, so I'll need con saves. Okay. Fail. Two failures. Awesome. Uh... Uh, and that's a six. Six thunder damage. Six. Nice. So you uh, take out your drum again, like, looking bloody and battered. You smack it, and there's a loud boom that just blasts kobold guts away from you. Both of the kobolds are killed. Yes. Awesome. Um, okay. And can you I see... Can I see the layout somewhat as far as what enemies are, what directions and all? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. So we have uh, four kobolds left. The human is. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move my full thirty feet towards the human. Um, and then bonus action healing word myself again. Uh, can you guys see it? Uh, yeah, so you, you're able to get in melee with the human, or you can get a bit ahead of him if you want. Uh, I can get into melee with him? Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll get in melee with him. And, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, that's my whole turn. Movement. Yeah. That's your turn? Yep. Uh, that brings us to Melvin. Melvin. Right, so, how many, how many kobolds do we see now around Finn? Uh, so there are two by Finn. There are two more kobolds that are not in melee with anyone. And there is a human that you can now see running as fast as he can away from the sea. Uh, how far would you say that human is from me? (laughs) 
Uh, could I? Are you? I can say something on my turn, correct? Even though I used action, or is that? I mean, for flavor, you can. I'm not gonna let you force him to make a check or anything. No, no. I was just gonna say to the the human, uh, "What the hell is happening?" And that's it. Just to basically try and. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Alright, so I would like to cast... Uh, hang on. Just went away. Shit, come on. Come back. Come back, baby. Yeah, for real. Um, Jim's Magic Missile? Jim's Magic Yeah, it's, it's one of the... Yeah, yeah. So, I'm going to do three range spell attacks. Two kobolds, one on the human. My range is 240 feet. Okay. Wow. Yeah, give me, give me one, uh, I'll do the kobolds first, and then I'll do the human third. That, okay. okay, do you want to favor, two of the kobolds have fairy fire on Uh, do you want to strike at those? Well, we, are they the ones that take a lot of damage? Oh, yeah, I need, uh, three con saves. Oh, It was ahead. two daggers and a sling, right? Yeah, resolve that real quick. Uh, two or sorry, I rolled two fives, which is plus five, so ten on both those, and then a four, mm-hmm. fourteen, which would be nineteen. So. You passed. Okay. Uh, the kobolds by Finn are they affected by the fairy fire? Um, one of them is. All right, so I'll go after. The two by Finn, so one with advantage, one without, and then the human, which is without advantage, correct? Correct. Alright, so the first roll will be with advantage for the kobolds. Okay. Fairy fire. And that's a 16 to hit. That'll hit. Give me damage. Alright, so it deals 2d4. First minimum damage will kill that one. So that one's down. Okay. Alright, that one's down. Alright. Next is without advantage on the second kobold. Roll that now. Okay. <clears throat> 17 to hit. That'll hit. Give me damage. 2d4. And adds nothing to it. So that's a total of three force damage for that kobold. Okay. And the human without advantage. On. Dirty twenty. Okay. And damage is. That's beautiful. Seven damage. Force damage to that human. To what? To the human. To the human was seven force damage. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you're you're. uh, How do you want to kill him? (laughs) Um. I guess. with my nervousness, it would just be like, here, and uh, like a, an accident, and kind of just like hits him in the ankle, or in the leg, you know, not, not like a, not a precise shot, just like, you know, through the arm, and it kills him. Okay. Not precise. Yeah. And then I will uh, move my 30 feet, just get me closer to the parade, and that'll be turned. Alright, uh, the humans are no more, so Finn, it's your turn. 
Uh, you are inside one kobold that has just been struck by uh, a bolt of magical force. I'll get the huge step Okay, make an attack. 17. That'll connect. Give me damage. Oh, wait, no, uh, you're, you're a modifier, I'll kill him, so he's down. Uh, Alright. Now, so, the setup. Uh, so you are, you are standing with your back to the boulder. Behind you and to your left is the stack of weapons you were initially guarding. Directly beside that, there is one more kobold. And ten feet forward and five feet right of you, there is one more kobold affected by fairy fire. Those are the only two combatants still on the stage. I'll just move towards the closest kobold. And in my turn. Okay. That brings us to the kobold's turn. Uh, one kobold atta- uh, affected by fairy fire runs away. Headed northeast. Still very much in range to be pursued. Um, the other kobold stuck in melee with you, Finn, is going to make an attack. So natural 19, so it'll connect. You take five piercing damage. Alright. Uh, and then that kobold is actually going to use his movement and try to run away. You can make an opportunity attack if you would like. Absolutely. But not with an eight. Oh. Wait, is that the one with fairy fire? Um, how do I have any kobolds within range? Like, how? what's the closest one to me? So, you're, the kobolds both have sort of coincidentally run closer to you. Um, there is one of them 25 feet away from you. There's another one, uh, 45 feet away from you. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Uh, can I run straight at the one that's 25 feet from me, directly in front of him, and do a thunderclap? Yeah, you can totally do that. Okay. Uh, so another con save. He fails save too. So give me damage. Uh, five thunder damage. Uh, you He's dead. Yes. Okay. Um... And I'll take the other five feet of movement and move into try and block the other kobold if I can. Uh, you are still gonna be 25, 20 feet away from it. Yeah, basically in the direction he's moving. Yeah. So the fleeing kobold has uh, affected by 
fairy fire? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to do ray of frost at him. Roll advantage. Fifteen. Okay. Um, how close am I to him? 40 feet. 40 feet? Yeah. Okay. Um, I will... Uh, and he's taking damage? Is that right? Okay, I'm going to look at him and just say... You're a stinky, stinky guy, and do vicious mockery. So I need a wisdom save. Awesome. D4. Four psychic damage. No, we killed him. Yeah. Uh, um, bodies. I say, uh, 
should we uh, stage this like they attack themselves? Because I mean, you as you know, your impressive, impressive uh, thunder strikes make a lot of damage. So I imagine some guys would probably come. So yeah, I did what three thunderclaps? So those are really loud. Um, yes, uh, I want to check all the bodies, basically. Um, try and okay. search them. Same here. Um, see, uh, so among the bodies, you take some time to search. Among the kobolds, things, you mostly find junk. Like, it, it seems like the sort of stuff they've seen humans use, and they assume it's valuable, but they don't really know what it is. Candlesticks, uh, you know, um, there's a couple of uh, broken dishes. Uh, you find a fork with a bench. Fine. Uh, um, you find among the people, in addition to uh, see, for for each kobold, there's a dagger and a sling. For each human, there is a scimitar and a uh, occult robe. Um, among these, you find two black emblems, a white one and a red one. Um, uh, and you also find um, eight silver pieces. Eight what? Twenty-eight silver pieces. Twenty-eight silver pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna definitely. Is though any of the robes are they in condition to where they're not like blood stained or tore up? Uh, all of them except one is stained with blood or cut from the uh, the bite. Okay, which one? The black or white? Okay. Uh, I would have uh, basically taken that off of the person, basically folded it up and put it in my bag. So. Okay. You can do that. Um, being a halfling, I guess I could grab one of the scimitars. Yeah. Yeah, I think that has the light and finesse properties, so you can use that. Um. You wouldn't have a uh, problem with anything unless it had the uh, the heavy property. So that, I think that's a. Uh, well, I was just like, thinking like, with with my panic and all that. I want to potentially bring it back to uh, greenness to give give to the guard and all that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't want to get too granular. Like I am going to keep track of how y'all are carrying things. But you know, if you're carrying one scimitar, I'll assume you'll find a way. If you're carrying six, you okay. might have to work out. Yeah, you know, gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, you can take a scimitar. Um, and there are no horses or carriages or anything? Hand carts? Nope. Okay. Definitely not after three thunderclaps. Uh, can we... Oh, or sorry, go ahead, Melvin. I was going to say, uh, could we... Could I look around the area and see where the tracks continue to lead? Uh, yeah, very easily. The, uh, you're following the main body of tracks, and it, it continues onwards south and slightly east. Uh, uh, gentlemen, I, I I believe we need to head this direction. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Um. Can I, I was gonna try and hide all these weapons so on our way back we could maybe bring them back for the city. 
Well, yes, yes, yeah. That, that's that, that, that. smart, smart, smart. Okay. So with, is there somewhere like in between two boulders, maybe small area where I could fit all the weapons and anything else that we're not going to carry um, that might have some value to be able to take back to the, the sure. it'll city? take a half an hour. Okay. I'll do that. Do you need me to do anything as far as for like hiding it, like maybe covering it with dirt or anything? If you want. I would like to cover it with dirt. What role would you like? You don't have a role for that. Okay. You, you spend half an hour digging a hole to bury some stuff. Okay. Uh, the rest of you watch Pez take half an hour to bury some stuff. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a short break. Um, hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to our adventure. This is Twiddle from Twiddles and Fiddles in the city of Faith Faradin. But guess what? We're coming back to the adventure now. See ya! Put on that. Uh, okay, so Cole, um... Do you... Oh, Cole's missing now. Uh, I'm still here. There you are. Oh, he's right there. Yeah. Um, alright, so you are, uh, playing a ranger. Yes, I am. Uh, let's see, so you left the town of Greenest this morning in pursuit of the cultists that attacked it last night. Um... We haven't really worked out anything else about your backstory. Are you from Greenest? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then you are a ranger that has lived in Greenest your whole life. Uh, and in response to the raid, you are employing your skills as an outrunner. Um, just tracking the location. Um, <clears throat> you've been moving slowly and trying to gather clues. Uh, you have uh, found the spot of, um, well, Cole, make a uh, survival check for me, please. Natural 19 plus 4, which would be round 23. Okay, in, in your uh, tracking, you found the same group that the party just killed, but you decided to simply skirt them and move onward. Um, you have traveled to as far enough to find a place where the road is about to pass between two tall bluffs on either side of it. They would be very difficult to scale, about 15 feet tall with boulders sitting on the edge. And, uh, make a perception check for me. National 19 plus four, nope. Yeah, plus four, which would be 23. Again. Uh, you see uh, from a distance, uh, without you think being spotted, uh, a large group of um, people fitting the descriptions of cultists uh, seem to be hidden just over the crest of those bluffs, uh, as if they are watching the road. Uh, you are positioned about 100 yards up the road away from that, and where you are during the following scene with the rest of the guys is at that position, contemplating what you're looking at and how to get past it unnoticed. Uh, the rest of you, um, are you taking a rest or anything or just moving on? Uh, I mean, I want to move on. Well, you're not there. Um, oh. Well, you said it would take about 30 minutes to dig and, or to like, hide the, yeah, the weapon. Yeah, you spent half an hour doing that. So, if, um, if you're going to 
take a short rest, you'll have to just additionally spend another hour. Um, but the rest of them could spend half an hour resting. That's up to them. I mean, I can do it, and yeah. still, if they use hit dice, I can use um, Song of Rest for them. I'm okay. It's up to y'all. Hey, uh, I have my second win if I get in a pinch. So you just want to keep moving? Yeah. Okay. So you go back up and you rejoin the, uh, the trail. Uh, it is about uh, 2 p.m. now, uh, but it's summer, the days are long, plenty more daylight. Uh, you continue traveling over the rolling hills of the green fields, uh, and approaching the areas where the terrain becomes more uneven and in places steep. Uh, as you can, go ahead. Sorry, um, everybody that was in combat, you got nine silver. We didn't distribute it, but that's what it would be, is nine silver. So, sorry. Okay. your name? I am carrying a longbow in my left hand. Alright, so you just see this figure sort of crouched, looking at something far ahead of him. Um, uh, at this point, um, sorry, what's your character's name, Cole? Uh, Sarjo. Sorry? Uh, Sarjo. Sarjo. S-A-R-J-O? J-O-R. Star Sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. Sarge Uh So Sarge you um, you hear uh, the sound of footsteps behind you, and you look behind to see a, uh, a group of two humans with a halfling. Um, one of the humans very eccentrically dressed, uh, small for his kind, as you understand it, uh, wearing a brightly colored turban. Um, the other human is dressed in uh, the sort of robes that you've 
How far away are we? As far as you want to be. Um, I'm going to move... Yeah, I'm going to move towards them. I'm not going to yell it, but once I get in 30, 40 feet, I'm going to uh, wave at him. I'd like to stand kind of a little farther back. I knocked my arrow at the guy that waves at me. Sir, there's no need for that. Uh, and the rest of you recall at this point the... Um, the ranger that the governor told you about this morning. We we call him Greenest. Are you the, uh, the 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 ranger scout that uh, Governor Nightingale told us about? By chance? Yes. I put the arrow back. <laughs> Fantastic. My name is by the way. Uh, you may call me Finn. I don't tell him my name. What? Uh, what's your name? I'm Sarjor. Sarjor. Um, the commander said you would have a password for us. I rolled a seven. Ah, fifteen. That's right. So, um, have have we, we've been tracking these uh, steps, these tracks? Um, have you found anything? We found a group of guys back there. We took them out. Yeah, I saw that. I just walked on past and kept going. Oh well. That's one way. Well, nice of you to do that. Help out me. Hey, so um, do do we know this guy? Um. Um, yeah, he's Sarjor. He's Sarjor. Yeah, we're good. Yes, he's Sarjor. Okay, so no signal, no signal, no well, signal. You, you, uh, uh, you were present, Melvin, when the uh, the governor told everyone about this ranger that you may find. Okay, that that that's you, you you you. I I am the ranger that you guys possibly would find. Yeah, he's the ranger from the north. He's, he's the new south of the Sword Coast. Stop being a loser. <laughs> he's not a Sarjor. Have you, uh, what have you seen up, up here? Yeah, we have a... You, know, you, you elves have great eyesight. Yes. Uh, well, we got a, uh, got a small, oh, we got a camp up ahead over the ridge trying to figure out how to get around it or get close enough to not be spotted. Oh, you said you, you said there's people over there? Yes. How many? Um, would I know how many people are over there from what I've seen? You couldn't get an exact count, but it looked like a large group. A large group, I couldn't find an exact amount. Yeah, you, you, you've, seen, you've seen figures like popping in and out or like really you're just catching glimpses of people but they're very 
Madison's Field at the top of um, at the top of a bluff up ahead of you. Like you, you cannot um, get the view from where you are now. In okay. is there a way around this that we could uh, sneak by? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's open terrain, so you can always make a wide circle. Uh, take some extra time to save you a fight. Um, Sarjor, um, did, by chance, did you see, um, like, I know you said, are, are they stationary or are they moving? Could you tell? Uh, they seem pretty concealed, so I can't really tell, as far as I know. Uh, did, 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 uh, did, did, did you see, uh, Leosin? Le- 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 you don't know who that is. Who is that? So you did. Everyone knows layers. Uh, yeah, um, okay, okay. Um, should, should should we should we go find layers in? Well, I mean, that kind of sounds like that's the you know the, the camp that we're cracking or you know we were heading towards. So I would imagine uh, layers would be in there too. Uh, you think Leo's yeah. there? 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 I mean, yeah. wait, no, did you, were we able to, you never did relay that, uh, that conversation between you and your monk buddies, did you? Um, no, that was in front of you guys. Yeah, I believe the captain of the guard let you know that Leoson was taken and he's, was researching the cult, so. Hmm. No, you that guys wasn't were, the guard, that was, that was one the of the monk. monks that you were both. Oh. Hurt, hurt, hurt. Yeah, so you. I guess y'all kind of know who Leosin is, and that's who I'm looking for. So, uh, so you think you think he's there, 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 there? Just by you know reputation from what you said earlier, sometimes point to probably yeah. Melvin is going to start walking that direction. Um, wait, Melvin, wait. Are you walking toward the bluff? I want to get an eye on the camp, yeah. If I think Leos is there, I'm going to get an eye on the camp. Okay, so let, let me let me describe the scene. Um, so there's not, like, a road or anything. Uh, you guys sort of just emerge from a really narrow, like, small canyon, sort of, between two plateaus. Uh, the, plateau, the terrain before you sort of rises into um, sort of a sharpish hill. And then there is a long uh, downward slope um, that the uh, the trail left by the passing of the cult goes down. That trail then passes between two bluffs that rise up steeply uh, 15 or 20 feet on either Kill side them. of the road. And they're angled up and away from you so that you can't see what's on top mm-hmm. of them. Uh, the ranger you just met has described seeing figures up there now and then, and he thinks there's a lot of them, but you cannot get a view of the top of this bluff from where you are now. Uh, and you also can't really get a vantage on it without passing over some pretty exposed territory. And that's the way you have to go to get to that camp? Uh... Well, I mean, this is this is an open wilderness area that you can always go and like go along. Sorry, we're being attacked by wild birds. Um, so, sorry, that's me. You, you have freedom to go a long way around to avoid it. Okay. Um, 
you just have to pick up the trail again, but it's a really obvious trail. Would be and how far south have we traveled? They said it was about 12 miles before. Uh, so. Yeah, you're, you're uh, more than half the way. You're about eight miles out. So you, you've okay. got another hour and a half of solid walking in a straight line. In practice, probably more like two, two and a half hours. We'll get there in the late afternoon. Yes, Melvin. Liam, could I find a, a good vantage point to kind of set up to be able to cast spells and be out of harm's way? Could I do some sort of check to kind of uh, yeah. see where... So the ridge that you're on is similarly angled up and away from the bluff across. So if you're just trying to be, like, unseen, then you can you can do that right where you are. But... And what, what, what kind of range am I looking at towards where I would see people congregated? You don't see any people. Oh. Okay. The ranger has said he thinks he's seen people on top of these bluffs way out ahead of you that you can't see the top of. Oh, okay, okay. All right, I got you. Well, okay. like, looking at this would be an ideal spot for an ambush. Um, so, um, I, I know your friend's in there, but, um, maybe we could go around? Maybe. Friend, I, I, I don't, I don't have uh, many friends. Uh, he, he's good, uh, good. He's a good, good, smart man. Uh, I, I think we may be misunderstanding my use of the word camp. You're looking for the cultist camp, the cultist number at least a hundred. Um, if I said camp with reference to this, it would just be a group of an indeterminate number that's most certainly less than a hundred here. So you don't get the impression that this is the encampment. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So you, you wouldn't have any reason to think that Leosin is here. And to get an advantage point to come not through the kill zone, it's going to take us about an hour, you said, to get them up, like, the high point? You, you, you would tack on a, uh, another half hour, 45 minutes to your, your total journey say, arrive around 4.30 or 5 instead of 4-ish. But be able to come up on a more equal fighting grounds compared to, like, way underneath. Is that right? So are you trying to circle back and, like, find these guys or just bypass them? I mean, I figured we would fight them, but that's up to everybody else. Because you, I mean, you could just circle around. I was talking about circle around, circling around and leaving them alone entirely. That's yeah. Um. Why why don't we err uh, on the side of caution right now? Um, and yeah, let's go ahead and maybe do our best to circle around and not draw any attention to ourselves. <laughs> sure, Melvin, are you okay with that? Um. Uh, it, 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 it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Sargor. Sargor. <laughs> uh, are you okay to come with us? You seem to know your way of, about the land. Yeah, so I'll, I'll tag along. Perfect. Okay. Do you mind leading the way? Yeah, I'll lead the way. Okay. So I guess we're going to try and go around and avoid that kill zone. Okay. So. Uh, make a survival check for me, please. 
17 plus 4 is 21. Excellent. So uh, you begin uh, making your way off of the trail, staying uh, in spots that keep those bluffs out of your sight so that you are out of that line of sight. Uh, Sarjor seems to have some familiarity with this terrain, uh, him being a ranger and it being so close to his hometown. Uh, he's able to get you around the bluffs and back to the other side of the trail much, much more quickly than you expected. Uh, in the end, it, it, it ended up taking about the same amount of time as it would have with all of you without Sarjor going by the direct route. Okay. Um, so he saves you a lot of time. Uh, his excellent survival role. Uh, you continue onward. Give me just a moment to uh, look over the next bit, fellas. Well, I do say it's aiming to have a ranger around. That helped out a lot. Always good to have Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you make your way uh, another two hours or so. Uh, it gets to be about. 4 p.m. before uh, you start to see other straggling groups uh, up ahead of you. Um, none of them are wearing uh, cult robes. Many of them have the robes like slung over their packs, or you see indications that they're part of the cult. But you notice that nobody is actually wearing their robes anymore. Okay. Uh, and among them, there are kobolds. There are uh, giant lizards laden with packs full uh, filled with stolen gear uh but none of it is very organized there seem to be just like a lot of smaller straggling groups that are heading toward camp um later than the main body of the cult uh and shortly uh you yourselves find yourselves uh blending into this uh modeled crowd um now you are still wearing your cult gear are you keeping it on Yep. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, the majority said aren't wearing their the robes. The majority of people, or you haven't seen anyone still with their cold robes on. Oh, like no one. They're just like you haven't seen anybody still wearing their cold robes. Okay. They're it, hot. It's summer. Okay. Um, I would have taken mine off and maybe like wrapped it over the my backpack so it's like seen but not sure still on me. Uh, saying, and uh, Sergeant, um, I here, and I hand him the, I give him the one that had that I got that was white, had the white emblem. Okay, so this is a, a cultist robe. Should the need arise, you would be able to wear it as a disguise, um, or it is the same sort of robe that people in the cult seem to wear. Okay. Uh. Oh, and, uh... As you approach... Sorry? Oh, it's just gonna mention to Sarjor that, uh, Resmir is the... Like, I whisper this to him. Uh, Resmir's this commander. If somebody asks you, like, who you are, just say your name is Jeff, and you're working for Resmir. So. Okay. Proceed. Alright. Um... 
fellas. I just need to look this over. That's a Things, 
Ian stopped me at any time if he didn't want to react to something. Are we seeing how many roughly are inside? Basically the things that we were told to look for, I want to yeah. be trying to keep my eyes out for as far as numbers, layout, all that stuff. Okay, so the, the question you were asked, just so everybody is on board and remembers, uh, where is the camp? How many are there? Or how many people are there? Um, who are their leaders? Uh, why are they attacking uh, settlements? And where are they planning to strike next? Um, so those are all the questions that you are trying to answer right now. Sorry, I dropped a die. I'll be... Um, so I guess when we're in this part, I'm looking and trying to keep count of how many kobolds and humans. Okay, so... Investigation check. Investigation? Could I, could uh, I give him... Could I aid in that? Or what's your investigation, Derek? Just plus uh, one. I will, let, I will let one of you make an investigation check with advantage, or both of you can make an individual investigation check. Your choice. I'm plus five. You got it. With advantage. Take, take advantage? Okay. Yeah. And I guess when we were looking out, we passed by some lizards that were carrying stuff. Is that right? Uh, yes. And you see around you now, they are they are giant lizards. They seem to be beasts of burden. Uh, most of them are carrying packs at this point, laden with gear at various places and tents uh, around the entire camp. See some of them are being unloaded. Uh, make an inside check. Or, I'm sorry, perception, not insight. Perception. Um, 11. 11. Um, yeah, you, you just noticed that uh, most of these beasts, though they do look capable of hurting a person if they put their mind to it, they seem to be mostly being utilized as, uh, yeah, just pack animals. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, so you continue up the hill into the camp. Uh, as you go uphill, the camp becomes a bit nicer as you leave the kobold area and come into the part where um, humans uh, do their business. Uh, there are clusters of tents all over the place. The camp is loosely organized uh, in the sense that humans and kobolds are staying apart from each other. Um, the Human scents are nicer. They're made of leather or canvas. They have motifs of dragons in white, blue, red, black, and green painted on them. Uh, um, and uh, you see, let me see, these sides of the plateaus in a, a half circle all around you uh, are spotted. Or um, there's kind of a, a gentle slope up to the top, and the, the slope is covered in brush, thick brush that you imagine you could hide in, but that would be very difficult to get through. And you spot in some places. Uh, everybody, make a perception check for me, please. Uh, 
Did we notice where they were unloading and taking all the possessions that they took? Like where they're taking uh, based it. Based on the perception check that I had you make earlier, no, okay. you do not. Um, but you can ask around. Um, so guys, do we kind of go off to our to uh, a side and regroup, gather our thoughts first? I mean, you're not being bothered where you are. How close? Uh, 
Barbie to we, people? We, we, we need to um, we need to figure out uh, who, 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 who's uh, manning the upper op- operations here. I can guess it probably be you, Regulator, who I imagine that big pretty tent belongs to. Is there a way for us to to, to, to know that? Who the leaders are? Uh, Talking to the group, trying to maybe see if Pez would want to some some chatting. We can definitely... uh, Definitely ask around here and just kind of the general recon that people come in and you know put everything out on the table. I mean, right now, um, I imagine that hole over there uh, with the two guards that might be. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Before we uh, interrogated a prisoner, you revealed that there was a. Uh, a den in the back that could possibly be sort of bracket picks. I imagine that might be it. But, uh, that, 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 uh, very, very valuable. Very, very, very valuable. valuable. So are we, are we fi- fighting, fighting? No. Uh, that would probably be most unwise. Um, uh, okay. 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 Uh, just remember the signal. Uh, I, 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 uh, uh, so, so we need um, who, who's running the camp? Why are they attack, uh, attack, attacking? And um, where they're planning on hitting uh, next? Next. Yeah. Um. So the door of that elaborate tent is open. Uh, okay, um, so, I, I think I'm going to, if everyone's okay with that, I'm gonna try and uh, approach that place and, uh, let them know that I have a report for Resmir and see if I can get inside. <laughs> uh, give me a second to, uh, find my section here. By, by your, by your, uh, cell? No, I, I figured everybody would come with me, but I think I will if that's okay. Me. Oh, um, uh, me, uh, me, 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 me. Oh, oh dear, oh dear. Um, should we maybe knock it down a step first? You know, maybe chat with some of these other heads first. And yes, 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 yes. Well, sure. if anything goes south, the, I've noticed in the brush there is some other cave that we can go towards. A cave? You notice a lot of small caves all around the plateaus. Yeah, yeah well, I've noticed a caves, lot of these... small caves. Will it's... you show me these caves? Yeah, and I point them all out to you. Where I'm gonna... Cave? Yeah. Take note of that. I'm where that goddamn cave is. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> le- there, there's multiple different points about you see that virtually anywhere in the camp that you wanted to find a cave, you'd be pretty close to one. 
Okay. 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 Okay, so if something happens, we run to one of those caves. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be uh, waited. Wait. You're, co- wait. you're coming wait. with. <laughs> Don't worry. Take courage. Uh, um, uh, okay, okay. Okay. So I guess we can check some of the other tents before we go to the big one. We can go to one of those other tents um, that they want to go to yeah, first. There, there are people milling around all over. Uh, like, there's a lot of people that seem to just be Okay. Um, so there's, there's loads of people around to talk to, and you guys aren't really sticking out. Is there a smaller group, like maybe one or two people together? Uh, yeah, if you want to find, uh, like, just a couple of people together. Uh, yeah, so you approach one of the clusters of tents, and uh, standing outside of uh, one of them on a, um, just sort of a, the trunk of a felt tree, uh, there's a couple of human cultists uh, not in their robes. But they're sitting there, they're about half drunk, it looks like. And they've Perfect. got like a big barrel that uh, has been tapped. You, there's a strong smell of wine as you approach. Okay, uh, I'm going to pull out my drum and play it a little bit um, and smile and begin to celebrate as I walk forward. They, they raise their glasses to you, like, hey, 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 you got the drum. <laughs> Uh, and I get even more like flamboyant with it, even like tap my head against it at one point, and then elbow okay, it. A performance? That's a natural 20 plus 5. To victory! That was awesome, guys. Like, I didn't lose any of my that friends. Was awesome. What's your name, dude? Uh, my name is Jeff. Um, Jeff, that's crazy. My name's Jeff. Is it really? Oh. Yeah, his name's Jeff. Man. Hey. Hi. <laughs> no, three Jeffs. They, 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 they. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's so many of us. Um, it's because it's such a good name. Um, so I was wondering, um. Were you? Did you guys actually help the, with the raid, or were you outside the city when it happened? Oh yeah, no, like uh, everybody in camp, besides you know the hunters that we hired to bring food in for us, everybody went out for the raid, man. That's what we're all here for. Praise Tiamat's glory. Yeah, praise. And I hold up my hands like they did. <laughs> um, okay, that's, that's pretty wild, dude. Yeah, I really believe. I really believe. Um, so, do you know like where we're going next? I haven't heard anything. Oh, man, I don't even know. Like, uh, you know, we just, well, you know how it is. Like, Furlong comes out one day, two days later, you're off to the next town. Who is, who, what was the name? Uh, he said Furlong. Can you spell that by chance? F-R-U-L-A-M. Furlong? 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 Okay. 
Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, we don't really get to know a few days before. I just didn't know if you had heard, like, whispers. Um, do you know, like, I haven't, I haven't been told in a while why we're gathering all this stuff other than to, you know, Tiamat's glory. Just straight charisma? Uh, 16? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, now we have some gear we're supposed to offload, but nobody told us where to take it. So, do you know where to take it? Uh, you know, I haven't really been involved in that. Like, I've seen people going toward, you know, the den at the back, but you know, it's only authorized people that are allowed to actually take things. In. Yeah. Have I seen anybody going in that area in a specific like dress robe or anything? Okay. Okay, well, uh, to glory. And I hold up both and I play the drum a little bit more. And. <laughs> and. Oh, yeah, Jeff. Jeff's got to stick together. Yes. My name, my name is Jeff. <laughs> uh, okay. And I'm going to move with back to the group, I guess. <laughs> and tell them everything. Den about the. You're talking about watching people go into the, the tent. We, we know that. We know Furlong. We've seen the eight prisoners. That we saw eight prisoners, but that there were other people milling about the camp. Uh, none of these people are prisoners, uh, or all of these people are prisoners, no, 
I, 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 Okay. Um, which one is he? closest we see anyone else getting towards those prisoners? Anybody with like keys or like that the specific guards have a specific uniform?
I was going to say, I'd like to go closer to it. I mean, obviously, I don't want to go right up to the gates, but if I could get close enough, like, make a round to where I could get a better look at what's going on in there, did maybe, sure. are they wearing, they have the same kind uh, of symbol? No, um, there are two different prisoner areas. One of them is the one that has a gate and guards, uh, and that is not the one where Leosin is. Leosin is, uh, he doesn't have a gate or any guards. He's sort of out far away from everyone, and everybody's leaving him alone. Um, so he's on his own. He can get about mm, 50 feet away without being super conspicuous. Alright, so I'd like to maybe... I'll go with. You, 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 call, the, you call the check you want, but... The guards that are near him or inside were, I know he's kind of away from them. Are they wearing a certain color? Like, the, they have a certain color sigil? Does uh, he look... No, you don't see any guards. So I can ostensibly get him off of there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's broadly like and there's no one else around him. But, like, there's nobody there to physically stop you right now. And it's chains? Bound? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this distance, make another perception check. Perception? Yeah. Excuse me, my oh. No, I was going to go with him. Could I either check, or would you want... I said I was going to go with him when he was kind of like walking to make it look nonchalant. Yeah, unless you guys say that you're partying, I'm just going to assume you're all in a group. Oh, heard. Okay. Um, so what were you going to do? I was just, he was going with me. Yeah, just to... I was going to do the same thing. Okay. Well, so, you can make a perception check as well then. Okay. Which, yeah, go ahead. Roll separate. Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you can see he is lashed to the wood with rope. Uh, his... Okay. His um, his wrists and his ankles are, are bound, so he's actually held a bit off the ground. It looks pretty uncomfortable. Um, you can also see at this distance, you can sort of see, like, scrapes and bruises on him, but you can't really tell how bad it is without getting closer to him. He's, uh... I, uh... Oh, go ahead, everybody. Uh, so we're, like, 50 feet away? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, where's the closest cave to where we're, where he's located? Mm, it is probably... I don't know, I don't have scale for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Just guess, yeah. It's about 150 feet on the other side of him, so 200 feet from where you currently are. Okay. I would like to cast a spell. <laughs> what would you like to cast? Message 120 foot range. Okay. Nice. So to 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 Layerson, I'd like to say, oh, um, sir, it's uh, oh god, Melvin, um, are you okay? I can, we can help you. Um, oh, how do we? Oh gosh, and then that's the end. And here comes. Um, and then uh, you hear a response mentally from Layerson. Uh, uh, Melvin, thank you for coming to me. It is too dangerous to rescue me during the day, but 
perhaps at night. But don't worry about the little scene. I have my ways of getting out. Okay, I'll uh, I'll relay that to the group. Let them know that he has an escape plan, and we don't necessarily have to worry about him at the moment. Um, and make an insight check. Okay, just Melvin. Time is it right now? Mm, right by now, uh, it's about five p.m. Okay. Um, yeah, about three hours till it's dark out. Well, um, I thought maybe we could take a quick rest, like a long rest, because I'm out of spells and everything, and heal up and get prepped, and then in the middle of the night, say around three yeah. or two. Now, bear in mind. You still have a lot of information you've been tasked with gathering, uh, and you are also offered a reward for every prisoner that you're able to free from the camp. Does he count as a prisoner? Uh, maybe. Okay. They didn't say how much per prisoner, did they? Just an additional reward. Okay. Um, so, I could use the money. Um, so, we can see two guards with the other prisoners. Um, the other prisoners, uh, you haven't made a count yet. You can get closer and make an investigation check if you would like to. Uh, that is, if you see, uh, in the lowest part of the map, mm -hmm. uh, there are two clusters of tents. Okay. Uh, the, the prison camp is, um... The prison camp is actually those two smaller tents together above that. Do you see? Oh, okay, with the, like the dots around it from the. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty close to like some brush and caves over there, uh, okay. just directly southwest of it. Okay. Um, and where I, is I, where is he located at? The guy that's chained up or roped tied up. Okay. So, uh, do you see the um, the dark spots? They are just northeast of the lowest group of tents. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kind of uh, in the center? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Leocene is just a bit south of that. Okay. Yeah, so he's about 50 feet away from the uh, the northeasternmost tent in that cluster. And have we seen those beasts of burden? Like, do we think they could move relatively quickly, or are they like mules that would be really slow? Um, or, uh, not mules. Yeah, I mean, they're not as, they're not as fast as horses, but they are faster than people. Okay. 
Um, and they still have the satchels and stuff on them to where, like, could they hide a person in the satchel? I mean, not in a normal saddlebag, no. Okay. But, like, if you had something that could conceal a person, you would probably be able to tie it to one. It, uh, it, it, uh, oh, uh, it would seem like a, 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 a riot, riot would be best for escape. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same thing, Melvin. Um, say, could you, um, fire? Give me more information out of, uh, your, your, your friend Leos in there, you know, what he knows about meters or, how many are any extra prisoners? Nope. Anything else? Well, he, 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 yeah, he was uh, taken last night. I, 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 I don't know how much he would know. I, I, I could try. I could try. I mean, if, if he feels up to it, I don't want to, you know, put too much on you. Uh, sure. I'll, uh, I'll send another message to Leosid and say a Garpy. Just ask if, uh, what if he knows who's leading this why they're doing it okay uh as you're casting that spell i want you to make a are you trying to conceal the fact that you're casting a spell because to cast a spell you're you're having to or do you have an arcane focus or do you have a component pouch i have an arcane focus a staff okay so you're you're having to actually clutch a staff and point at Leo, uh, Leosin and Whisper to cast okay. the spell. So if you're trying to do that uh, covertly, make a sleight of hand check for me. Oh, okay. I think I'm great with that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, that is uh, 15 plus 2. That's a 17. Very nice. Okay. So you manage, you don't think anybody's spotting you while you cast the spell. What did you say to him? I guess I just want to ask him uh, shit. I guess we want to know. We know some of the leaders already. We know Resmir and Frulam. So maybe who who is running the camp and why they're attacking? I guess I could probably fit that in the message. Those two questions. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask him that. Okay. Um, you, you ask him who's running the camp and you ask him why they're making these attacks and he says uh, unfortunately they discovered my subterfuge not long after I arrived in the camp with the forces I was not able to discover anything I didn't already know yet I'll relay that to the group uh, that, that. Oh, that was a bust. Oh, um, yeah. It was worth a shot, by the way. So, you mentioned a riot. Um, what if we set fire to a group of tents uh, on one side of the camp to the north, and then in the ruckus, uh, get your friend and get some prisoners and steal a beast of burden and try and get it. Okay, so we do the fire and we also uh, uh, you know, set some of those do-backs 
Nation. But we 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 also should free uh, prisoners, and we still have questions we don't have answered. Oh, of course, this we, is you know, where just, they're just planning ahead. <laughs> I have fire. I have fire. Yes. So we could fire. Um, firebolt is a you have firebolt. I'm guessing. Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, and it's spell sniper, so that's what two hundred and forty range. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, now you said everyone's kind of celebrating, drinking. Uh, well, not everyone, but a lot of people. Okay. So I mean, there's there's still like business being handled in the camp, like people with tasks and work to do. But the general mood of the crowd is celebratory. Okay. So at least a few. I mean, roughly, you think over half of the the camp are drinking to where they might be tipsy or drunk by the evening? No. No? Okay. There's not so many people shithoused that you can, like, count on it in your plants. No. Okay. So I say we ask these questions. Oh, good. I was going to say, what if we, you know, grab a couple... uh, Maybe a few flagons of uh, wine or ale. Uh, grab a few cups and uh, maybe start checking out some of these tents. You know, we can act like uh, you know we're trying to get out of this you know blistering heat uh, to you know partake in a celebration. And you know we could scout out, see if there's any maps, plans, whatever, or you know glean some more information. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. Do we see a general area where there's like stuff we could go grab to drink? Um, Not a bar, but yeah. uh, so walking around checking out the tents. Uh, if you look at the light-colored area of the map, you see that there are two clusters of tents and sort of a band of open space between them that leads up to the command tent. Mm-hmm. Everybody sees that. Uh, in that band, there's sort of uh, there's a big fire that's been lit. Yeah, uh, you don't hear any music because they don't have like electronic shit to play music with. But um, uh, there is a fire, and you see like a couple of barrels. You imagine may have some ale or wine in them. And there are groups of people that seem to just be hanging out there and talking. Okay. It seems like this seems like the closest thing to like a. a uh, post-raid party that is going on. Okay. Uh, I'm going to empty out my water skin and attempt to fill it with uh, the wine. Okay. Uh, so you walk up to... There's there's a group of about five casks uh, set off to one side of this group, and one of them has wine in it. So you walk up to it, and uh, you just fill up your skin. Um, there's a guy sitting on uh, one of the, the casks who already well drunk and singing at the top of his lungs um and, and uh there's uh, uh about eight people sitting around the fire uh there is a group of five a little further away that are clustered around one person who's telling a story loudly enough that you can hear him talking but you can't tell what he's saying or where you are uh there's any number of people around doing various things okay uh does anybody else want to do anything at that point? No, I, I just want to go kind of like what I said earlier, you know, try to scope out some of the tips and grab any 
apps or whatever to try and take that. So are you try? Are you breaking off from the group to go and do this? Oh no, no, that's, I was wanting to do that with. Yeah, with I, I figured if we all got stuff, so we would go do that. At this party right now, then. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to get closer to the guy telling the story. Yep. I'd be able to hear what he's saying. Okay. Uh, I can yeah. break off, I will. No, I mean, that's where I was I'll heading. break off with uh, Jason. Wait, was Jason breaking off? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, there we go. No, no, no. Take the numbers. But Melvin is breaking off. Okay. Yes, I'll break so off. So Melvin, you uh, sidle over and nobody thinks it's, you're going with him? Yeah, I'm going yeah. with him. Okay, so you guys go over and uh, you, you join the circle of people uh, that he's telling the story to. Nobody stops you from doing it, and they sort of step over and make room for you in the, in the group. The guy is uh, telling the story about uh, that I kicked open the door, and there's the wife and the kids just cowering. I picked the woman up by her shirt, and I run my blade across her throat, and I robbed the whole place. Um he seems to be telling a story about his activities and the uh, the raid the night before, uh, and the rest of the group. Um, just looking at him with, uh, it looks like various levels of credulity, but entertainment all around. Could I ask, could I interject while he's, during a lull? Uh, yeah, he, he finishes that sentence. What do you say? Uh, did, did you tell the, the, the commander of your heroism? Well, uh, well uh, I mean, it's just following orders, really. I, I don't see what, what Frulam needs to know about it. Well, I just figured you'd be compensated. I, I didn't do anything nearly as heroic. Uh, just, and I'll hold up the, the same symbol I've seen before and praise, praise be to Tiamat. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I don't need any more reward than serving the Queen of Dragons. Uh, could I, could I, Queen could I get you another drink, friend? Well, sure thing. What's your name, buddy? Jeff. Alex. <laughs> did, what did you say? Alex. Alex. Pleasure to meet you. I'm Jim. And I'll go refill Jim's cup, hand it back, and then walk away sweating profusely. Okay. Cheers, friend. Uh, yes. Got the commander's name. Suck it. And the Dragon Queen. We found out they're serving the Dragon Queen. Done. My part's done. Um, so at this point, I guess we would start making our way around and meandering into a few different tents. Um, and it, it, what are you looking for? Um, yeah, just seeing what they're... I guess, depending on what's in there when we walk in, I'm, we're looking for um, either maybe valuable items or information about the next location or why they're doing it, I guess. Okay. Uh, how deeply are you... Okay, so going into the tents, like, after the first couple, you get the impression that um, uh, most of the tents are set up mainly for sleeping. Okay. They're made of thick hide. Uh, it'd be incredibly difficult to set on fire. Uh, so you need to soak them with oil or something flammable. Like you, you'd have to really put your back into it. Okay. Um, no, it's not impossible. Uh, just difficult. Uh, most of the tips are residential in nature. You're finding mostly personal effects. Uh, you don't really find any valuable items or documents uh, without digging. Do you want to 
Oh, do they have like lock boxes or something or beside them, like where people are keeping their valuables? Or yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a situation where everybody's been like issued a lock box. You find a couple of secured boxes, but uh, mostly you just find like bed rolls and changes of clothes, uh, the odd pair of boots. But for the most part, it seems like if any of the cultists have anything valuable, they must generally keep it on their person. Gotcha. Um, though, again, this is without like really in depth digging and like rooting around in other people's stuff. Uh, uh, I guess is there one that's completely empty that no one's near that we go in um, so there's not one that you can really enter without anyone being able to see you uh, if you want to get into I'll say there's a tent with nobody like right next to the doors uh, if you want to try to enter sort of nonchalantly I'll let you make a performance check to do that yeah, and I was gonna be like my—I was gonna act like I'm drinking from my water skin, but like letting some of the wine spill down my face, not actually drinking it, just to look as if I'm like drunk, and just kind of staggering in. So, okay. Uh, it's. You said performance. Uh huh. Uh, it's a non-natural twenty. Very nice. Okay, so you you don't believe that you've uh, made a scene entering this tent okay. uh, inside you uh so the tent is about uh 20 by 20 uh inside uh, the floor is kind of strewn with bed rolls uh it's a little bit of a mess there is one uh foot locker uh like a small wooden chest with a latch um against like one side of the tent on the far end uh central pole holds it up in the middle okay um and no one's in there so there's nobody in this one. Okay, I'm going to attempt to lock. Is it locked? Uh, it is locked. Okay, can I attempt to lock pick it? Uh, yeah. Roll for your thieves tools. Dexterity with proficiency. Dexterity with proficiency. What is it? Plus two proficiency right now? Yeah. So 13 mm-hmm. plus dexterity. So 15 total. 15 uh, pops right open. Okay. Uh, inside, uh, there is a small satchel that has uh, uh, 32 silver pieces. Um, there's a nice pair of boots, but they're just mundane boots. Um, a leather belt that also looks valuable, but just a mundane belt. Um, and you see... Uh, uh, perception? Mm-hmm. Ooh. 11... Okay, and you said the leather belt does not look valuable? Uh, I mean, it looks valuable, but it's just a belt. You know, it looks as valuable as a belt can be, probably. Which is like so five like silver. Gotcha. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the belt and put it inside one of the pair of boots that I see. Um, and relock the, the thing. No, no, no. I'm literally just taking the money, taking the belt, and then putting the mon- the belt after I lock the chest. I'm going to put the belt in a pair of somebody else's shoes, just inside it. Oh, so you're trying to make it look like somebody else robbed the chest? Yes, I okay. am. Take it. Uh, so that's what you found in the attempt. Okay, I'm going to report to them. Damn. 
try and get open the the big tip up top to really find out anything or yeah I don't know um, as a you know actually um missed an opportunity there like uh, so in in that same chest uh, tucked into like one of the boots you saw a small piece of paper pulled it out and unfolded it oh. uh, it was several sheets on which someone seemed to be keeping a uh, poorly spelled diary. It is almost illegible, but you are able to make out uh, a passage that is complaining about, uh, seems to be by a cultist complaining about uh, the work that he has to do with the camp. Um, in the uh, in that part of the uh, diary, he complains about three specific people that he refers to as the leaders of the camp. Perfect. Uh, um it sounds like as the general commander of everyone, uh, she says, jump, and everyone jumps. He mentions her right-hand man, the blue half-dragon, playing the Drosa Cyan Path. Somebody getting that? Uh, and, yeah, that's a L-A-N-G-D-E-D-R-O-S-A. Cyan, C Y A N, Wrath. And that's the right hand of Frulum. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, that is that is also the name of the uh, the dragon man that uh, Kestra fought last night. Oh okay. Uh, and there is also mention of Resmir, who is called a worm speaker and seems to have authority over the entire camp, including Furlum and Langdadrosa. Okay. Good find. Um, okay. Um, could I have put uh, that cool. diary back? Okay. Like, after I read it real quick, could I have put it back? Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at this point, y'all, just for reference, are still wanting to find out exactly how many are in the camp, what, uh, what their motivations are. Um, what you've been told, uh, quote, we are gathering the horde to honor the Queen of Dragons. Um, and uh, you're trying to find out where they're going to strike next. Okay. Um, so Finn and... Sar- Sargor? Sarjor? <laughs> um, have you kept kind of watch over how many different humans? We, we know roughly how many kobolds, but uh, have you seen how many humans while I was in there or anything? Uh, so, uh, I've been able to... Go ahead. Go ahead. Cool. No, go ahead, Doc. You're good. No, I, I want to hear what you said you weren't saying. Well, I was just going to say, have I been able to try to count people, keep an eye out while I'm walking around with uh, Sarjor? Uh, yeah. I'll say, uh, with you, for you and Sarjor, uh, each of you can make either a perception or an investigation check alone, or one of you can make either an investigation or a perception check with advantage. You are with Sarjor. Roll the dice, baby. Let's each do it. Okay. 
17 plus 4 is 22. For 21. 21. For okay, so, investigation, that's a 23. Okay, you guys are able to get what you feel is a really accurate count. Uh, I think I said there were 59 kobolds, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 59 kobolds, there are 83 humans in the camp. Uh, not counting... Uh, not counting the people that seem to be, uh, like, just... There, there seem to be some people that are just hunters that have been hired to provide food for the camp. So they're not included in that count. Uh, but in terms of cultists and combatants, uh, and also, like, combing over the camp, talking to people and making these counts, you also come to recognize that uh, although a large number of people in the camp are cultists... Many of them are people that are just initiates that have not reached full cultist status. And uh, uh, there are more people in the camp that are just mercenaries or bandits that have been hired by the cult than there are people that are fully cultists. Heard. So you do, you learn that it's not a homogeneous group. Okay. Um, with that information, uh, or sorry, are they? Are you guys going to share that? Like, report that to? Yeah, us? of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all okay. know everything. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few different factions. Then it seems like there's kobolds, there're humans, but in those humans, they, you said there's mercenaries. There's what was the other thing you said? There were just like initiates, uh, like hunters. Yeah, there are like initiates that like they're. Um, they're in the cult, but they're not full-fledged members yet, so they're basically like interns. Heard. Um, so maybe we could... Did, did he recognize who were mercenaries and who wasn't? Uh, it would be impossible to tell without like taking mm. a census of the place. You gotcha. just know that not everyone is fully a cultist. Oh. Okay, forget that then. <laughs> Never mind. Um, wait, do we do we, do we still need to, to know uh, why they're attacking? And we have to free, uh, oh, prisoners. Oh, oh, um, oh, gosh. Okay, um, I'm thinking I'm going to walk up into that main tent if you guys want to come with me or just let me go in alone. And I'm going to oh, tell no. them I have to report on uh, what we did. Say we found oh, it. No, wow. I'll stay, uh, out. outside. Outside. I'll stay outside. Um, wow, that's, um, very, very bold as, uh, I'm kind of speechless right now, but I would say if you get to, you, if you want to get to your bat, definitely splash some, some wine or whatever on you to make it seem like you're Yes. 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 Uh, but yeah, we. I, I think the the rest of our in- information will be in that main tent. Okay. So you're approaching the tent. Yeah. Um, the flap's still closed. Correct. It's just two guards. Uh. Yes. So as you approach the tent, uh, you note that within like a hundred feet on any side nobody is going near this tent uh standing and all total uh count 
watching those standing directly by the tent flap, the opening, and uh, standing at various corners and patrolling around the tent. There's a total of uh, four of oh. the armed men with the elaborate masks and legs. So no well one as, is near. As well as four of the uh, the stocky, stout, dragon-like creatures that you have seen. Uh, the tent seems heavily guarded, and nobody is going to and from it. Okay. Uh, so you are alone approaching the tent. Okay. I didn't realize it was... Okay, one at a time. Uh, Joel? Could I take a vantage point to have a good view of the tent? I mean, it's not even a good view of the tent. Like, it's, it's not like cordoned off or anything. It's just like nobody's really going close to it. And there's there's no reason to unless you're going to the tent. But no, you can, I want to be away. Like, you can see the whole thing easy. Uh, okay, I want to be away, away, away. Okay. I, I didn't realize no one was going towards it, like that far of a like boundary. Okay. Uh, instead, yeah, that, that was why I took, took the time to describe it to okay. you before saying you walked right up. Um, okay. Instead, I'll make my way to that back area that they keep taking everything to. Um, with so my like toward, toward the opening of the cave. Then? Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna be holding okay. my bag in front of me and acting like it's kind of heavy, as if I have okay. stuff. Hang on a sec. Let me read something here. Uh, or by the way, who's coming with me? Who's not? Um, I'm not. I will. I'm, 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 I'm keeping bird's eye. Bird's eye view on you. Uh, I'll yeah. save it at the end of the time, so. At night. Fuck no. <laughs> I'll light it on fire, but fuck no. Yeah, carrying my bag as if I'm bringing something to deliver as well. Okay, so uh, you notice as you approach this uh, that the, the crowd thins as you get closer to this cave as well. Uh, there's not no one at the mouth of it, but uh, as the day has worn on, you can see there's only three or four of those giant lizards now. Um, and as you watch, as you approach, you notice that there's uh, just a couple... Like, various people will bring things up to the cave, but generally they deposit it, and another person comes out of the cave and gets it and takes it back in. So they're not actually taking it themselves back in? Uh, no, no. You, you, you notice that it's, it's specific people, it seems like, um. that are going actually in and out of the cave. Um, but you're, you're approaching? 
Uh, I thought everybody was break to like kind of like everybody was walking it back and then they would come out individually. It's more like they walk it back to a staging area where it's then dealt with. Okay, so there's like bankers handling it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, maybe we should just take a rest because <laughs> I'm tapped. I don't know. So do you want to return to the group then without yeah. uh, going up? Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to report, okay, that tent, we're not going to be able to get inside because that thing, there's like this many guards and this many, there were four and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's four guards, there's four lizards, there or dragons, whatever they are, and there's probably people inside. So... Um, and that banking, that den area, I, now, did I get a good enough look at the people that were taking the stuff back since I was getting closer to where I could, if I spent time, make a disguise to look roughly like them? Uh, Their clothing? If you would like retroactively to have taken the time to like go up and talk to the people and spend time really studying their faces and oh, I meant uh, like their clothing specifically. Uh, there isn't anything really like a uniform. Like people are wearing various common clothes around oh. the camp. You're getting the idea as you you mill about that people kind of wear their cult regalia when they're like out doing the raid to be scary and cool. Um, but around the camp, when they're just doing their business, unless they're like on a specific guard duty or something, they're usually not oh. like in their, in their full getup. Okay. Um, Everybody around just kind of looks like a regular person in terms of where the, what they're wearing. Yeah. So I'm going to report that um, and say I need a little rest, but if somebody has something else they'd like to do, I can walk with you. You said there were people going around the tent, right? Like circling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So there are. Um, so there are. There is a guard, and a guard and a, uh, dra- a dragon-like creature posted on either side of the main entrance, and then there are two pairs: a guard and a dragon-like creature that are making a wide patrol around the perimeter of the tent. Gotcha. So it's probably going to be pretty hard, but I'm willing to let you roll those dice. I bet you would. <laughs> I think, yeah, if we take a rest in the middle of the night, we can patrol a little bit more, try and see if we can find more information, and maybe try and sneak into that area in the back at that point. Definitely worth a shot. I know, Melvin, Star Trek, with. What do you think, Ellis? I, uh, I, I, I'd like to uh, look at the uh, 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 holding cells. That's a good call. 
the holding cells like the um, the prison. So there's yeah. So there's not there's not really there's not a prison or any cells. There's um there's kind of like a, a, a prisoner area, uh, and there's a roughly outlined yard with a uh, poorly built um simple fence erected around it. Uh, and there is a number of tents where it seems that prisoners are kept at night. Um, so this this is a yard where they they do things like they'll bring in carts and make the slave labor load them up before they hitch them to an animal and take them away. Things like that. What's um, the guard situation around there? Uh, do you want to go close and investigate it or talk to anyone? Yeah, I'll uh, go close and investigate. I'm with. Okay. No. Can I uh, can I go towards the actual prisoners and just stand there and watch and see if I recognize that person I saw earlier? Uh, yeah. Um, so you guys are all headed over towards the prisons. Uh, Melvin, you can make a investigation check. Um. Ten. Ten. Uh, you see two people here right now that are carrying weapons and wearing leather armor. Um, but you are having a hard time picking out, like, whether there's any pattern to how the guard is set up. Uh, Starting or uh, you uh, make a perception check. Eleven. Eleven. Uh, so you have to get right up next to the area where the prisoners are being kept before you can make anything out. And as you're sort of peering in and looking, uh, one of the guards looks over and sees you, and he walks up to your position. He says, hey, what's your business here? I don't recognize you. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm new around here. I just wanted to see and Watch what like, was going on. Christ, you're an elf. There haven't been any elves in camp. Where did you come from? I'm gonna walk up closer. <laughs> uh, I just came in today. I'm trying to be new around here. New? They're not sending new recruits in. Where'd you come from? I saw the raid from uh, the last raid you guys did. I came to check you guys out. So you're not a member of the cult, so he levels his blame at you. Uh, no, not yet. I would like to be, though. Give me just a second to see what's going on here. I lose another party member. <laughs> Uh, I need you to roll a deception check. Unless you really want to join the cult, then you can make it persuasion. <laughs> I roll a natural one. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, so he will display with you and he says, If you're not from the cult, we're taking you into custody. Now take off that sword belt on your waist. And he, he calls out to the other guard to come over. 
uh, and the other guard does rush over with him. Uh, and a few, and you notice a few people out away from the prisoner area notice what's going on and begin to make their way over. I back away. <laughs> Firebolt? No! <laughs> you cast Firebolt? This whole party's gonna die. Who does? Who said yeah. that? Melvin will cast... Yeah, I'll cast Firebolt on one of them. Okay, now we need to figure out where where you are first. So you're you're there by the fence. You could have been a long way off making your account. Um, yeah, I'd like to be. I mean, I'd like to stay away when I can, but I'm not gonna let him get taken into custody. No. Sorry, guys, but I I, I can't. Okay. Uh. Yeah, so you you probably were doing that from about fifty feet away. So you're you're close enough to cast fireball. Um, so there there are now two guards next to Sarjor with their glaives leveled at him, uh, and they don't seem to be paying attention to anyone bar, uh, but Sarjor. Um, but you're you're casting fireball at one of these. Yeah, fuck him up. Let's go. Let's go oh God. Where's is that right now? I backed up. <laughs> okay, yeah. Not everybody near the, you know, squishy people, but I'm back. I'm back away. Do you want a, an attack roll or you want initiative first? I want an attack roll and then I want initiative from everyone. That's a 15 to hit. Uh, 15, hang on a sec, I gotta find my, uh, statistics here. Um. I'm sorry, I should have mentioned, these are the guys with glades and the very elaborate masks. Uh, oh, fuck me in the ass. <laughs> I damage roll? 15 to hit. 15, that connects, give me damage. Nine, nine. Uh, that's nine fire damage if they're carrying anything, uh, any flammable objects that's on fire. Now, you know, you know, fireball. Yeah, so that's nine damage. Yeah, no, I thought it was any flammable object that is not being worn or carried. Oh, a flammable object. Yeah, not being worn or carried. You're correct. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah. So nine damage to I guess the first one, the one that approached him. Okay. TPK, guys, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not fighting. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, it was just a bad roll. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Uh, yeah, so your, your fireball takes him uh, in the side, and he staggers a bit, uh, but he, he doesn't fall over. And then he looks over in your direction, and he shouts out, We're under attack! God. Oh, God damn it. And you see people all around the camp turn and look. Um, give me your initiative rolls. Why uh, like couldn't I roll that earlier? Uh, 25 to 20. Oh, fuck. Come on, guys. 20 to 15. 18. 17 also. Sorry, one at a time. Jason? 
17. Colt? 17. Uh, your real name's Andrew, but I was trying to remember your character's name. Tess. Uh, 18. 18. Um, okay. running i'm just gonna go ahead and let you guys know i'm going to a cave don't be a fucking pussy don't be <laughs> I, I am the pussy character do not be a pussy let's go uh okay um so uh, at the top of initiative um following your attack uh the and we're just gonna theater of the mind this because i don't feel like making that mess again um God. Nine slashing damage. I'm down. 
You're down? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, on seeing you fall, the other two, um, instead of attacking, they lean down and uh, one of them begins to bind your hands and the other one begins to bind your feet. Uh, and that is what they spend their turn doing. Uh, but you are unconscious and you will have to make death saving throws. You are also bound, hand and foot. Uh, that is the end of their turn. Pez, you are up. This whole scene is about 30 feet away from you. You are standing looking inconspicuous with a, a group of cultists that have just noticed what's going on. Okay. Um, where would the fire... Where is everyone else to me? So they're 30 feet in front of me. Uh, don't fucking do this to me, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> you're, about, you're about 30 feet away from Sarjor and his two guards. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll say Finn is with you. Um, Melvin is uh, about 40 feet away from you guys with a different group of people. Uh, but Or he's, he's apart from people, but he's been noticed that there's a group of people moving toward him. Um, I really, really, really don't want to play specifically how far the entire camp is away from everyone. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell you guys that I have given you a count of time till you're completely surrounded and it is counting down. Uh, my plan is to basically, if no one has, is looking at me, I'm going to try and get up to a cave. I'm going to whisper to Finn, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> And make my way to a cave. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it'll take you about three... It'll take two rounds if you dash, but if you move at a normal inconspicuous speed, it'll take you about four to get there walking. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do you that. You haven't been noticed like, in particular yourselves, but uh, a lot of attention is being paid to this area. Yeah. So if you do anything flashy, you're likely to be sick. Yeah, I'm just basically, I'll, not stealth, but basically try and get us away inconspicuously. That's my whole turn, whole action, all movement. Okay. So, uh, I will say, move, move, try to move inconspicuously. You can use your action to make a performance check. And I'll give you advantage because there's a scene going on. Natural 20. Plus five. You you are fine. Nobody sees you. Just sort of nope the fuck out of there. Yeah. I already lost one character. That's all on your turn? Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. That brings us to Sarge. You are. Uh, you just make a death saving throw. Ten. That's a pass. Yeah, so one pass. Six. Wait, is 10 a pass, or is it 11 or more is a pass? 10 is a pass. Is 10 it? is a pass, I believe. 0 to 9 is... Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, because your odds are slightly better of succeeding than failing. Correct. Um, Alright, so that is Sarjor's turn. Finn, you're up. You're about 30 feet away from Sarjor. You've seen pets begin to just kind of... away. <laughs> yeah. Um... How far is Melvin from me, give or take? Melvin's about 40 feet off, standing by himself, but uh, with a group moving toward him. 40 feet, so... I... I will rush towards Melvin. 
that would basically be my action and bonus for 50 feet of movement. Uh, when I get to him, when I really you, think you're... Wait, go ahead. Um, when I get to him, I kind of want to make a spectacle be and say something like, uh, Hey, you drunk bastard, you hit the wrong one! Um, so I was going for okay. So you're, you're 40 feet away, you have 25 feet of movement. You mentioned using your bonus action. How are you using that? Uh, to basically to dash to, to get closer to Melvin. Uh, uh, only rogues can do that. With your bonus action. You have to use your action to dash. But I mean, you get Yeah. Sorry, back to Laura. So yeah, I want to, I want to get as close to uh, Melvin. Okay, so you can get like 15 feet away from it. And then okay. you can use your action if you want to like try to make a performance check or something. Okay. Um, yeah. So to describe again what you were doing, I'm sorry. So you you, uh-huh. you're, you shout out to Melvin. Yeah, this, hey, you throw a basket, you hit the wrong one. Make a uh, deception check. <laughs> Okay. Let's turn. I'll give you advantage on your checks since you're, you're so 
sacrificing your motion or your movement. Um, and essentially making yourself proud. Okay, how about a 15? Much better. Uh, you can't really tell immediately what, what kind of effect your actions have. Okay, uh, we'll go with a 15 and I'll just sit there and act like a shy, fucked up boy. Alright, we are back to the top of the round. Uh, Cole, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The the hurt dragon claw, um, they're called dragon claws, you'll learn that eventually. Uh, The man in the elaborate mask, uh, the one that has been hurt, uh, he turns and says something to the others that none of you can hear because the only one close enough is unconscious. Uh, but then he grabs um, the ropes that are tied to Sarjor's ankles, and he begins dragging him toward the uh, the large tent with the uh, the purple livery. Um, the other three guards uh, begin to approach you, Melvin, um, and they are going to use their action to dash so they'll make it all the way over. Uh, okay. Pez is next. Were you going to do anything besides nope. keep on heading to the cave? Nope. Okay, Sarjor, make a, another death saving throw for me. 14. Uh, Alright, that's another success. Uh, Finn... You are standing 15 feet away from Melvin, who has sat down on the ground and is holding his head in his hands, uh, going along with your act. Right, yeah, I'll continue. Uh, I'll move that 15 feet and just go right up next to me now. Yeah, just... I can't believe you did that. Or, you know, just playing it up some more. Uh, do I need to make another performance check or deception? Uh, I'll let you make one more performance check if you continue. Alright. Went from a 12 to a 13. Okay, that's a little better. Okay. <laughs> and your your total for your uh, performance was 15, right, Melvin? Correct. Okay. Uh, Alright, and are you doing anything on your turn besides continuing your performance? Melvin? No, no, sir. I just, uh, I want to try to sell it as best I can. I mean, you already gave me advantage, so I'm not expecting another roll, but just, I mean, uh, selling you it. You know, I, 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 let, I let Finn make another roll on his turn because he used it to do it. I'll do the same for you. Okay. If it's lower, then I'll use the higher one. Oh, wait. Oh, that one jumped away. One second. Wormwood. <laughs> Exact same roll, 15. 15, okay. Uh, all right. So bring that to the top of the round. Uh, unless someone else, uh, like, if you decide you're going to attack, let me know, and we'll go back into initiative. Uh, unless you decide to do something hostile, we're just going to handle this like RP. Um, so these, these three guards rush up to you, uh, Melvin, and... Uh, Two of them like, hoist you up and, and hold you in place, while the third one uh, steps really close to you and starts yelling at you. They say, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you even doing out here, out of uniform, if you can use that kind of magic? I, 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 I had, uh, 
Oh gosh, is, is, is the guy I hit okay? I, I had uh, a lot of drink after. Oh, oh, I had a lot to drink and and and, and, and oh, I um, I, I was trying to hit the, I was trying to hit the other guy. Oh, is he okay? Oh, 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 Tiamat. Oh, oh, fuck. What 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 were you trying to do? I oh I I saw I saw the the, the guards the guards um. Uh, going after that man, and I, I thought so I was immediately spring into action. Don't you see? There are four of us. We're heavily I, armed. We don't need your fucking help. I I I I didn't get to do a lot in the in the in the raid, and I I wanted to. Oh, I wanted to do my part. Oh, Tiamat. Oh, Tiamat. <laughs> Tie him up and take him next to the half elf. We'll let Frulon deal with it later. Then you're right next to this scene. They they turn to you and they say, "You, who the fuck are you? You know this loser?" Oh, uh, my name's Ricardo, and yeah, we were stationed in the same same squad. And yeah, like you said, he was kind of a you know oh, a great master in squads. Wait, so what what what's what's going on here? Why is this problem? He you know was having let's say uh performance problems during the rain there and you dig overcompensate as you can see I don't know you, you know what drop your weapons you're, you're, we're taking you captive too until like one of the wearers of purple can sort of the shit out but don't 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 blame him oh oh so are, are you are you dropping your weapons I will unsheathe uh, my rapier and my shield. Uh, I guess, do we still have our packs and crap on us? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then, yeah, the scimitar that I took also, that's all. Oh, oh, and my crossbow, I forgot about that. I don't ever use it. Yeah, everything, everything's down. Okay. I'll uh, drop a dagger. Yeah, so you drop it all on the ground. He he kind of kicks it all the way, and the the two of you are both uh, sort of roughly bound by these men, and they they begin trying to lead you uh, back toward the the area of the camp where you saw Leosa earlier. <laughs> um, wow. Uh, so that is that is that. Um, what time is it? Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Alright, uh, let's call it there for the evening. Because he doesn't know. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Ready Dice Roll podcast. Continue the adventure with the next episode.